Welcome to episode seven of the Heat in the Kitchen podcast with producer Corey O'Leary. Uh, now you're going to start. I'm going to always, I'm always go first with you. I'm yeah. Chef Avi Shemtov. Uh, today I've got two very cool guests with me. I've got Ari Goldschneider. Uh, how do you, I don't know how you want me to introduce you. One of my very closest friends. I'll just say that. Sure. And then I've got Rich Cambriello, the owner and chef of Bone Town Burgers, formerly Bone Daddies. Formerly? Yeah. For, got. Are we still allowed to say formerly? Well, did you sign? Have to sign paperwork or anything? You just had to change names. I no? just had to change names. Yeah. Did I, I? Did I ever tell you that I drove by that place? So for people Every, that don't dude, know, anybody that's been in Texas has sent me a picture of that. Place. Yeah. So Rich started out as Bone Daddy's Burger. I actually like Bone Town better, but too. Um, but he was Bone Daddy's, and then he got served with a cease and desist letter from a dude doing barbecue out in Texas. And so he had to change his name. Yeah, and about the time, yeah, and about the time that he was ranting on Facebook about it, <laughs> I happened to drive through Texas, and I'm like. Oh, dude, that's Bone Daddy. <laughs> I should have gone in. If I had the shirt at the time, somebody told I would have walked him, right somebody in. Somebody told me to send him a shirt. I'm like, I'm not that big of a dick. I yeah. am, but I try not to be publicly. Yeah. Did you ever reach out to him? No, never. It was just between me and, him, his lo- me and his lawyer the entire time. And the last email I got was like, can you tell us the name of the future business so there's no more confusion? I legit typed back no. But what was his, was his, le- his place was barbecue, right? It's... Did they Hooter, serve burgers? It's, it's Hooters with barbecue. Okay. Did they serve burgers? I have no idea. So here's the... Because the issue is... I'm not a trademark lawyer, but yeah, what's the beef, right? So you right if you call it, dude, that would have been a great T-shirt. <laughs> no shit. It's like Bone Daddy's. What's, what's the, the beef? <laughs> Heat episode seven. Corey's time to rap. Bone Town Burgers in a blue Yang Gang cap. I'm not Khaled with the mic. I'd rather Avi be spitting, rate and review. This is Heat in the kitchen. The thing, yeah, the thing is, like, tr- the, what I do understand about trademark law is that if you get to market first, even if you don't trademark it, it's yours. So he's right. He was he, there. Oh, he was 100% but, right. That's why I didn't fight you, it. But if you call it Bone Daddy's Burgers. Right. That was my you issue. Can, that's yours. That was my issue because he's Bone Daddy's House of Smoke. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. I get it. But we're Bone Daddy's Burgers in Boston. You're Bone, da- Bone Daddy's House of Smoke in Texas. It said burgers afterwards. It's always said burgers. It was never just so, bone so I'm, daddies. I'm, listen, I'm... Hey, with, what are you going to do? Fight it, right? Exactly. exactly. I like, I like exactly. the new name, but I'll tell you what. Like, if it was an issue now, because, like, that was within the first few years, but now... That was that, the like, first year. Now that year your brand is, like... I always throw these numbers out. People, laugh, like, laugh at me because they change day to day, but I'm like Trump. I just recalibrate the, <laughs> I just recalibrate my brand every day. But I would say, like, maybe a top 50 Boston brand. Definitely top 100. Probably top 50. Um, so See, somebody I'm, came, I'm modest. I would say a top 100. Top 50... Maybe in the food truck scene, sure. No, top 10 in the food truck scene. Honestly, I was thinking about that Possibly. just today because I was like going, I'm like, oh, like, I was thinking about, so the Boston food truck season begins in um, April. A couple, like in April and we have our lottery coming up. And I was talking to the woman from the, that's now in charge of the, it changes every fucking year. Oh, every But I was year. just char- talking to the woman at City Hall and I said to her, she got offended because I said like, look, you never created any barrier to entry. So now you have Overrun. like 10 legitimate businesses and then, and then she stopped me, and she's like, we consider every one of them a legitimate business. And I said, here's the difference. The ones that have, like, where this is, like, their livelihood, um, where they've got, where they employ people, where they have customer bases, where they, it's just different than, like, a fly-by-night. Like, so I don't say this. So what, what the fly-by-night, what, what would be an example of that? Because I know. Of, like, I a name a brand? No, no, just in general, you've got, like, the people like Avi you. doesn't like name the, names on this like podcast. The, Sometimes I do. Like the, oh, uh, the, I, I the, name the, all the names. The, the, the people that you see in front of uh, South Station, like uh, the Bon Me. They've so listen, been right there forever. So, so I was thinking about it the other day because, like, when they write the book, I don't know if anyone will ever actually do it, but if anybody ever wrote the book on the Boston food truck scene, I think there are some like really, there are some like really legitimate brands that have been birthed from it, and 
you know, that might be 15, let's say. And we could probably, like, go through it. Some of them have had varying degrees of success. Chubby Chickpea, um, where's the beef? Well, I mean, <laughs> Bone, Bone Town. Uh, Chubby Chickpea is definitely one of them. Bone Town is definitely I, one I, of them. Grilled cheese I, one, right? Well, yeah, so, Roxy's. so Roxy's is near the top of the list. Easily. Uh, bon Me is right there. Yep. Uh, I mean, obviously, well, Clover, Even though no, they're not a like, truck anymore, but, yeah. I mean, they were one of the first. Yeah, I just. Know, especially on Dewey. Right. Dewey Square. They, yeah, were, so, so like, they won some contest, and they were able to park on Dewey Square for however long it was. You know, I know they went out of business. A couple so I don't years take ago. anything. Well, they're not out of business. They're just all breaking. Sorry, but you're right. I wouldn't take them. I don't say no, like to take them away from it. Right. I say no only because I think like the food truck scene is such an interesting thing. It's like so. Here's for example, like you know who Roy Choi is? Of course I do. Okay, so Roy I'm, Choi, I'm hoping I'm going to LA next month, and I'm hoping to like hit up one of his trucks. So, so I've actually never been to LA, but um, Roy Choi, like to me, it's like no matter what he ever does, his career was in fine dining before he had food trucks, and now he's obviously doing such big things. But still, like, he's, like, he embodies to me, like, what a food truck is supposed to be. And, so. and I would say the same thing about you. Um, meaning, like, it's, a, it's an incubator for a brand where the brand is really, like, truly, organically who the owner is. Okay. So, yeah, like, yeah. And so, and so, like, Bon Me is in a different category, but they're, like, like they should be studied at, like, like at Babson and Bentley. Like, they should be studying, like, how did this company become – like I think they do like upwards of ten million dollars a year, and they started with a food truck. But they they definitely, revenue obviously. like they were definitely yeah. the, t- the kinds of guys or guy and girl who had like a business plan, sat down and pushed it through. Um, you know, chicken so, and rice guys. Yeah, so like the opposite of that would be it, like somebody who just like I think I fall in this category to some degree. I think you definitely do. Somebody who was more like, look, I've got an idea. And the buried entry is low enough for me to put my balls on the line and just go see if I if it if it can work, and then we'll figure it out. Right, because you got a thirty thousand right. dollar investment versus a much bigger one. Right, right. More and then you have right, you just got to companies like May May that they knew going in like we're going to start as a truck and it's going to bring us to a restaurant. So that t- was that was their whole plan from the get go. Sure. I don't know about like Roxy's. But I would I put, think so. But no, I could definitely be, Roxy's. Was it? I, I okay. Would, I would put Roxy's and May May in the same category that I'm talking about with us. Oh, like, easily. Where again, like they, you know. They bootstrapped it. Everyone bootstraps yeah. it from a different to different degrees. But like May May went out in and like corporate money. Right, like May May well, but my point is like Bon Bon Me sat down and like I think I shouldn't talk about this. I don't know this for a fact. I'm just saying like Bon Me had like systems and like from day one it was like about how do we scale up. Um, I think chicken and rice guys to some degree was like that also. Um, I think like May May I think what food trucks were originally meant to be and and what I always hope that they are is a is a way for a chef who's only good at at the moment not saying they can't become good at the other things but only good at the food side to be able to be like let me cut all the other shit out mm. and yeah. cut off the yeah. risk that goes along with all of that because right running a restaurant the kitchen isn't where all the money is per se it's in all that levels of service yeah. and, and employing all the professionals it takes to do all the stuff that we don't necessarily know how to do at, at first and so it's also why consumers love food trucks is because like you might walk up to the window and find that next great like food mind or whatever and there's no pretension there's no bullshit you don't have to like go sit in their dining room and deal with like layers and layers of presentation away from it it's like what's happening there and and may may definitely definitely did that um and they you know they brought a lot to the boston food truck scene from from that perspective um roxy's i mean without roxy's getting on uh, the Great American Food Truck Race. I don't know if Boston's food truck scene really. I mean, because think about it. How many people? I would be curious to know how many people joined the Boston food truck scene because, because of Roxy's. Of like I don't they, know. Their success attracted a lot of people. Possibly. I mean, but when they were on it, like I was watching the show 
when I started working for Dave Stein. You're different. You were in Fish. the food industry. Right. I was in the food industry. Yeah. And, and maybe it is more people like Mei Mei who were never in the food industry sure. that just decided, hey, let's start a truck and that'll springboard us to a restaurant. We just saw this other Boston company, Roxy's. This kid's from R- Revere. Actually grew up the next street over from me. And he started a truck and now his truck is two trucks and his two trucks is X amounts of restaurants, et cetera, et cetera. So it does show that there's a path. Right. You know, so maybe the people that were watching the show that couldn't cook or couldn't cook out of their own kitchen, I should yeah. say. Yeah, this is an idea. Let's go for it. And then so, so like you and so, I, like, I know how to cook. Let's get a truck. So the text you were sending me the other day about, like, ghost kitchens and, the, and takeout and how it's changed the game, it's kind of got me thinking about it. It's kind of interesting timing. Do you know who Travis Talbot is? I've heard the name. So, like, um, he's a guy who, like, I think he does a lot of consulting and whatnot. He's a, a chef, I think, by trade. Greatest um, job in the world. I mean, it says, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> right. I, so I, I talked to travels. a chef consultant. I'm like, you made how much? Right. Just for going, no, don't do that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. do that. I'm like, what? Right. Consulting is basically telling people things they know. And yeah, then, uh, but they want uh, validation. Exactly, exactly. But so, uh, but anyway, he he like started like a little like a fa- I shouldn't say little. Like he started a Facebook group, and and there's like a lot of industry talk on it. And he put out there this whole thing about ghost kitchens and how do people feel about it. And my my commentary on it, which I think like the articles you sent me also show, is that like there's a lot of chefs. I, and I, I don't again I don't know why I'm saying things the way I am. Like I don't mean that chefs like to degrade <laughs> people, but there's a lot of professional cooks, chefs, whatever, who can do only a limited amount of what it takes to do the whole job well. And ghost kitchens, delivery, even to some degree food trucks, allows those people to be successful without having to do that whole thing. And, and then they either grow into the role or they stop and just do this one thing really successfully. So, like, there's an art and a skill to making beautiful food. There's an art and a skill to making beautiful food, scaling it up and, make, and delivering it. There's a... But running a restaurant becomes, like, so little about the food. Um, oh, I mean, the reality is, like... I mean, you have to worry on everything from the second they walk through the door to the second they leave. You have yeah. to worry about the table, the linen, I was your, about to say, my job servers. is as much ordering limit, linens. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, tonight's going to be crazy. And I had to, like, make sure that I sat with my linen guy and figured out, like, how much extra linen right. we need. Tonight is Valentine's Day, by the way. Everybody listen to this on Monday, so just so they know. Well, I hope, I hope your guys' this weekend was terrific. I hope you bought whoever, whatever just, they needed. I, I don't want people knocking down the door on uh, Monday because you're closed. That's, <laughs> that's the only reason I say that. Oh, true. Yeah, so tonight is, Valentine's is Friday Day. night. It's not Monday night. Yes. Um, but anyway, what's up, Jason? Jay just walked in. So go, um, going going back to the lottery system, because yep. this is this is interesting to me at least. Cool. Um, <clears throat> how much does your pick in that lottery shape how successful you are going to be? Over just one second, Jay. Just yeah. make sure that octopus doesn't burn. It's in a deep pot. It shouldn't, <laughs> but I just want to make sure. All right. How much is that going to shape how your next like three months? A lot. On next, gonna next, be, one on year, next one year. Next one year. It, it can be one year or it can be three A lot of going to shape a lot for me. It, see, for it's, me, it does. Really, I was going to say, yeah, wouldn't it be like almost everything? <laughs> well, it used to be. So it, here's yes, the thing about Boston's food truck program. Uh, and again, obviously, it's different for everybody. So I can only speak for me and my opinion of what it, what it is for you. Right. Um, which is, it used to be, so like we were the 14th truck in Boston, the chickpea was. How, we, many, how many we got now? Uh, well over it, 80. It's ballooned over 80, but I think it might be back down to the low 70s is what I okay. saw, which is good. I mean, Either they're way, starting to be some attrition. Way too many. Like, think about it. When is the last time? I mean, I'll ask you this as a consumer who works in the city and as someone in the, in the industry. When's the last time a new truck came in that mattered? None. Well, I mean, last time. Stoked? No. Um, no, there's other people after uh, Stoked. Why am I blanking? Um, 
It's on the tip of my tongue. Um, shocked. Shock truck. Yeah. 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 Shock truck. What so, do they do? But they're shock, not. They, sh- they make seafood. All seafood. Yeah. They and were they're gonna, dope. They, um, they were going to do. Uh, no, I'm thinking the shucking truck out of. They used to be out of Malden, but they were going to actually shuck oysters yeah. live on the truck, and the city's like, nah, you can't. No, I'm talking that. about shuck truck. So, <laughs> I, know, so, I know, I know, I know. So basically, in the last five yeah, yeah. years, shuck truck and stoked are the only two trucks that have come in that matter. Right. And, no, it's true. And, and at the I beginning, mean, it was the, the system was such that, like, you could you, – you got weeded out fast if you sucked. Yes. And, very, and very. you could succeed quickly if you were great because the there was – at, trucks could get great spots. Consumers learned to just trust that spot almost more than the truck. Like you didn't, it, he could be there on Tuesday, I could be there Wednesday. Either way, you knew we can go over there, and there's going to be a dope lunch option. But that's not true because I know trucks that are great, like Penny Packers. They're great, and they gave up the Copley Square spot. I'm like, why would you give that up? Yeah, you know, I'm like, that's one of the best spots. That's like the crown jewel these days. These and, days, yeah, these days. Before it used to be every spot was a crown jewel. Yeah, now, but when did they give that up? Last year, I believe. So, so my point is, but I'm talking five it, years ago. Okay. okay now okay. it's different. Now it's, it's – look, those of us who built a brand during the heyday of Boston's food truck program have now been able to like – like we can go to Stewart Street and rock. You can go to Clarendon right. and rock. Right. That's like you've been there forever. But it's tough to go into a new spot because people don't trust the spots anymore. So the point about the lottery is it used to be that this was everything. Like literally it was, the fa- it was a fantasy football draft is how they run it. Already. Like it's, it's, side note, best story – I met Avi at the Boston Food Truck Lottery oh when I was working for somebody else. <laughs> I was working for this guy, Dave Stein. He owned the truck Go Fish that I physically own now. End of it all, never talked to him, never even heard of him. We're leaving. He goes, remind me never to play fantasy football with you. And I just look at him because I'm like, yeah, I know nothing about fantasy football. I go, why? He goes, because you got every single one of my picks. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, nice to meet you. But it's oh, all- you, you think that's changed since then? No. Uh, yeah, yeah, but at least there's insider info and insider trading a little. Yeah, it's literally, don't say that, man. Uh, <laughs> it's literally just set up as a fantasy football draft. Like, you pull numbers, and then you go up and pick the spot. Yeah. And so, it used to be that that was everything. It was like, we base our a whole year. A spot on a given, on a given yes. day? Like, that's yes. for a whole year, that's your Monday. If okay. you want it for the whole year, or for the whole three months. So, you months. pick spot so. and day? Yes. You go, I want uh, Boston City Hall Tuesday lunch. It is now my spot for the next three months. And the next quarter that pops up, I'm going to keep this spot. So it's mine for the next three months. Next quarter pops up. I don't like it anymore. I'm going to drop it. But so if there's like multiple people that say Boston City Hall on Tuesday, then no, they like, draw. It's like fantasy football. So if it's oh, my oh, pick. Oh, 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 oh. And that's oh, still oh. available, I take it. It's, yeah. it's mine. Now. Yeah. But they don't still do it now like that. Oh, yeah. They still do it. But yeah. here's the thing. Now there's like keeper spots and Boston. But we don't, we don't, we don't know that going into this lottery. <laughs> no, they do. They, I talked to them the other day. Okay. So there's okay. keeper spots. So. Because you, if you meet a certain criteria, they'll let you hold your spot from last year into for, the next year. So you can keep it for a total of two years. Yes. These, Which this sucks because like, I got to run a real business. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to run a real business. And so, I got to give up my best spot this year. I'm like, I'm not. Why? Because you've had it two years? Oh, dude, I've had it for seven years. Damn. Luckily, Italian, I just keep picking it every time it's time to pick. I was like, oh, thank freaking Christ. Maybe, maybe Chick Chack will get it this year. Uh, maybe they, I'll they kick you in the balls. They took mine from me. Dude, anybody takes that, I'm going to hate them. I don't care. I mean, if you I'll chubby chickpea, yeah, no chubby chickpea. No, we've we've had this talk. It's like, hey, if you get the, if I get your spot, go get that spot, and then you and I will trade. Yeah, right. I'm like, okay, cool. But we're not in this. So, so the way it works, though, like if you do a keeper, you're out of the first round. Yes. So oh, like, right. so at least that way, like if you throw your keeper back, you get to pick in the first round. It's so fucking antiquated. But the point is that. But it is fair. I will say that. Yeah, to some degree, but it's built towards being fair to people that aren't yet in, like to, yes. to making it equitable for new trucks, which. 
you know, that's the problem is it's a city program. So right. they have to. And, and they I get that. They want to give the new trucks like, hey, you can do this. Here you go. Here's this, this uh, jumping off point. Okay, cool. I am a new truck and I got the prime spot in Boston. Oh, this is really hard. I don't have any money left. I'm closing my doors. Now that spot friggin' sits there empty. You know. It doesn't get backfilled during well, they, they, the... During, they'll throw it out. They'll, they'll throw see it if out. somebody wants it. Maybe. Sometimes. Yeah. They haven't when done that. There's no one working in City Hall to do done, it. Yeah, they haven't done that in a couple of years. I had it's to reach out. It's been three years since they had a person in that yeah. position. I had to reach out. Marty Walsh. Like, this spot has been open. Marty Walsh has done some great things for the City of Boston. But not for the food truck for, scene. But this was Menino's baby. Right. And, and Marty Walsh doesn't give a fuck about it. And nah. so the problem is... So, I mean, Marty Walsh is... Um, not enough union labor. Probably. Or, or maybe we're not paying him enough. Like, so, maybe we need to find no a way shit. to pay him. I mean, can we invite I mean, him to remember that thing they did? or some shit? Do you remember the thing they did on Channel 5 about the health permits and all that crap? No. I, you don't I, remember, I remember you posting something about it. I didn't see it. Uh, it? Well, yeah. I mean, it sucked because they took video of every single truck. But I don't they think they took video of us. Maybe. No, we weren't in that. Uh, I, I was in it. My daughter was in it. She's yeah, like, great. I'm on so. TV. Nobody asked me I this I saw shit. that you wrote that. You, you guys need your own lobbyists. So bad. Print for the so city. Bad. So bad. So kind of do. But they're so talking we, we to sort of Walsh. Do. They're talking to Walsh. And he's like, you know, I think everything's fine. Everything's fair. But then in this, the same part of the sentence, okay. he starts talking more about the restaurants than the trucks. I'm like, dude, the restaurants aren't even part of this. Like, why are you throwing restaurants in there? Just shut up and, like, back us up once in a blue moon. Right. I mean, nowadays, in the city of Boston, in the city of Boston, I'm not saying this is true in every suburb or anything, in the city of Boston, you don't have to you're way everything. better off. You're way better off eating from a food truck than a restaurant. Those restaurants get inspected like once a year, maybe. And those food trucks get inspected like nonstop between private events and festivals. Yep. And I've worked on your truck, like I said last episode, like less than 10 times. And I think I've been part of like six inspections. Yeah, that's just like how it is. It's you crazy. And everybody's like, oh, they're so easy. Yeah. I'm like, not really. They're there for They're easy. <laughs> what? Yeah, I remember. I, I got yelled at for a can of Coke. Is it's that like right? you have an employee drink without a lid. I'm like, Damn it! You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. There was also. Meanwhile, those restaurants giving people the cold. Oh yeah, so. exactly. This, this, the guy's picking his ass with no gloves, and then hey, try your chocolate. Would it be try your chocolate sauce. It's extra tangy. Tell me, would it be better if we picked his ass with gloves? You just yeah, said that point. like <laughs> you just said <laughs> that like sometimes you need to pick your ass and you put gloves on. Oh, I'm so I don't want my hands to smell funky. I'm so confused. <laughs> I, know, I don't do pair. that. I feel awkward. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> health inspections are never fun to talk about. Health no, inspections. They suck. The other thing is I hate the whole grading thing, like putting your grade right up in the window and shit. I don't, like it's we, an, it, it's an, uh, all the ones that I've seen are A's. So there's a reason. Yeah, you know that? Do you know there's a reason? And they, they let you get back to the A in case you get a B or a C. So the reason is if you get less than an A the first time, you they'll reinspect you a week later. Do you have to post your C? Yes. You no. get a C? No. no. You, I thought you had to post you have to post your B, but yeah. not your C. Time out. If you get a grade that's below your below the A. Yeah. Like, if that's your final grade, you have to post that. Right. But you can't really vend. Like, at least with food trucks, maybe even yeah, for restaurants, point. you can't be open. You have to be. You have to get an A to be open. Well, that's not true. So sometimes they'll, give they'll you a cite week. you without closing you. Right, but they don't give you a less than an A, and they'll come back on a reinspection. Yeah. No, we, so, like, if we, we – we've never been cited and closed. But, like, oh, if they cite I. you for something minor, like, if they're, like – like your water, you know, like I'm just thinking of something minor, but like water's supposed to be 110. If it's like 108, there might be like 105 now. Is it 105? Oh, now? God. They so, do. The, I got the whole itinerary of everything they've changed yeah. a couple months ago. I'm like, you're fucking kidding but me. But I'm, I'm just trying. I think that even might qualify as a major. But if it's like something minor, they might say, like, we'll be back in a week for reinspection. Yeah. Your, your grade 
is basically just in limbo until they come back and give you the A. So it's yeah. like a, a funny yeah. system where it's like consumers are, so, are sort of being lied to because they just see an A everywhere. It's like so summer it's school. Like, right. Hey, so, yeah. I, I passed I pass seventh grade. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's exactly. So it's just And if you me. don't see the A, it's not like you're like, where's the A? You just don't even think uh, about so it. So we I, just I think some people would be like, I don't see an A. I don't think I want to eat here. So some last, year it was volunt- last year it was voluntary. Yeah. To, well, no, my point is say you, say you fail like a mind, like you either get shut down in which case, when you reopen, so that's the amazing thing, right? A place can literally give you salmonella or E. coli, right? And then when they reopen, they'll be shut down. When they reopen, now I'm talking about like the worst thing you can possibly do, right? Make people sick. When they reopen, they will reopen with an A. Yep. Because it's been because yep. they'll they'll Cause they'll work with the so like four days later, a place that just like almost <laughs> killed people Chipotle. has an A. Yeah. Hey guys, good news. So <laughs> Clover did, safe to eat at. They didn't. Die. They almost died. It's not dead. <laughs> Almost dead. Did anyone, no one died mostly from dead. No one died from Clover. I don't think they did actually, right? No, I don't, I don't believe so. No, I don't think anybody did. And do you remember that week, like how bad your sales were? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I remember. The, the, I remember the, the expose and the fucking. Oh, um, fucking Christ! And people they coming about, up to my truck, going, "So, what do you think about this?" I'm like, I have nothing to say because I don't know anything about it. Just buy food, please, because yeah, nobody's ba- coming to food Brian trucks. from Baja Taco was brand fucking new. At the brand time. new, brand new, and he was coming up, walking around. So, so what happened was Clover got got. They made a bunch of people sick with E. coli. From Actually, their, from their brick and mortars. From their brick and mortars. Yes, from but the brick and but mortar he was line. smart and closed everything. Yeah, closed his trucks, closed all his restaurants. Right. It was salmonella. From the goddamn lettuce, oh, people, people bitch and moan about burger meat or they you know, deal with eggs. But right. so anyway, so they deal with so a lot the point of is, that. So this happens, and then like that Sunday at Soa, like tumbleweeds, all the tumbleweeds are going through the parking lot. Are standing outside, and Brian from Baja Taco, who's like a, a walking meme, is walking <laughs> around with with the Globe article, like all excited because his truck is listed next to all these heavy hitter trucks. And his is the only one that doesn't have any, like, red check marks next to it, no failed inspections. Everyone else does. And the article, like, mentions all of our names and mentions that we failed inspections. But it, it's so misleading. Like, it's, like, when the chickpea was a week into its first, like, full se- – like, its re- first, like, busy season, we got – we, Are these just like random? They just show they up. They just show yes. up during yes. service. So they Fucking showed up and they temp, they tempt my water and they tempted. That's why I said 108 before was like we could not get it above 108 and you had to be at 110. So they we voluntarily closed yeah. and then had to like address the issue and, and come back on reinspection. But the Globe article just said was cited for not having proper running water. So now you think like we were vending with no running water. Yeah, like right. fuck you. They, the they don't give you the full scoop. Enough. It was such bullshit. Fake but Brian news. From Baja like, yeah. Brian from Baja, Baja's walking around like all excited with the fucking article. And I'm like, I said to him, I literally said like, if you if you don't have a red check mark, you just haven't been doing this long enough. Like, congratulations, yeah. you passed one health you inspection find... with a brand new fucking truck. Yeah. You congratulations. Find... Like, this article in. is bad for the industry. Right. Yeah, let me, right. Let me exactly. Know. Like, let me be clear. Good health inspections are something consumers don't want to hear about. Yeah, right, you know right. why? Because your consumer doesn't want to sit at your bar, stare at an A that they realize is an evaluation of whether or not this can make them sick. Yeah, they right. just want to think, like, I trust this place. Right. I trust – it's crazy, you know? It's crazy. It's, so, yeah, you don't want to – I'm against posting the – but Boston forces it yeah, now, so we'll do to. it. I mean, what See, do? I, I won't lie. I am a little proud because we get an A every time. Knock on wood. Yeah. You know, and because people look at food trucks to this day like, oh, my God, I would never eat from a food truck. It's dirty. It's gross. I'm like, sure. I'm held to the same standards as everybody else. Every Higher other re- standards. Higher standards. He's not wrong. As restaurants, too. You know, I had this conversation with a kid that used to frequent the bar. I was a bouncer. Right? And I go, I'm going to start a food truck. He goes, oh, I would never eat from a food truck. They're so dirty. I go, why? I go, it's no different than the restaurant or the kitchen in the back of the bar, man. Yeah, I go, that guy doesn't that put bar was on when he picks his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Who does? Sometimes I like the way it feels. Fuck off. Jesus. <laughs> uh, 
But I'm like, it, sometimes trucks still have that dirty little view of people just like, ugh, fucking food truck. Like, I don't know what's going on. I there. feel like that perception has changed, especially yeah. amongst I, like the younger people. I mean, people. I've seen the, I've seen the, the younger people these food yes. trucks. They're yeah. fucking, but like, you know, you're never going to fucking be able to serve all these people. Yeah. What the fuck? There's, I mean, there's, there's people my age, my age and older that are just like, I would never go to a food truck in 100 years. Like, the only time my yeah, dad I was in his 70s. I don't people in my window. I don't either. I, dude, I had a guy walk up. He was my dad's age, mid-70s. He goes, nine bucks for a burger. No way I'd fucking pay that. I'm like. Okay, then just keep fucking walking. Where is he yeah. buying burgers? Thank you. Less Dude, than $9. Mc McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> Bubba like, Burgers. Where, where is he buying a hamburger for and less than $9? we talk about that shit all the time. It's like, okay, you don't want to pay 9 bucks? Go to Wendy's. Oh, they're seven fifty. That's fine. It's, fuck off. Yeah. It's seven fifty. It's this thin, and don't tell me it's not frozen. You know, we did... I mean, I know Avi probably Always fresh, never frozen. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I always cow, never horse. Yeah, always cow, never horse. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's but, my new slogan. Well, always cow, never like, horse. From what I'm hearing, you know, I'm pretty anti-regulation, but uh, food safety, that's, that's a good yeah. regulation in my book. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, See, I, listen, I do love food safety. I just don't like posting the grade. Uh, what happened with your boy Yang? Uh, are we going to do a, a Yang post-mortem here? I think we should. Sure. Last week, I, so I called Ari when, when the Yang thing, when Yang withdrew. And I, I'm complaining because I'm like, you guys convinced me, you, even you, Gurner, convinced me, like, to get behind this, like, oh, this guy, like, he has a shot. And then I said here, I'm like, we just talked about it on our last episode. I was, I was telling Dude, I was, yeah, I, know, I, like, I was like, that I'm was like, probably my favorite podcast happen. just for that conversation alone. Like, I enjoyed that conversation. Oh. You know, and, and did you did you see when Avi almost chucked his headphones across the room? He almost, <laughs> he almost tore up Simka. <laughs> but so like, I, about I, Yang. What happened? Yeah. So, uh, Andrew Yang, uh, former president, Democratic uh, nominee, or Democratic um, You're not reading the news. Everybody knows who he is. Actually, I nobody many, knows many, who he is. Many people don't. Apparently not. Yeah, so he was I didn't until the first debate. I saw after we talked? He lost to Steyer. Yeah. How the fuck did that happen? Steyer <laughs> spent like $100 million in New Hampshire. Who is eggs. that guy? He's a billionaire. Can I be honest yeah. with you? I wouldn't let him guy. hang out with my kids. I wouldn't. <laughs> like, I, that dude makes me uncomfortable. So so he, he's running on this universal basic income, give, every, give everyone $1,000 a month. Right, right. Uh, Funded through, yeah, we don't need, but, need to get into that. And like you talked about in the last podcast, I'm sorry to cut you off, he had a plan for it. Yeah, he had a plan. Not like everybody, uh, he had a plan not like everybody else. He has a plan for a lot like, of things. Nobody but else has, like, how are you going to do that? We'll figure it out. Well, no, but see, the thing about staying in the campaign, right, he had enough money to stay in the campaign. He no, he, just, was that, he was broke, man. No, but listen, he could have just not done anything. You know what I mean? Like, he could have, yeah, like, but Elizabeth the, Warren is broke, right? She's not gonna... Uh, she'd rather well, get... She's also broke in. Why is she still in the race? Yeah, right. We, we, so, let's... We, we yeah, get, let him finish We can get the Warren. So, Andrew Yang's been... Ran, ran a tremendous campaign. Came from absolutely nothing. All the way to, to 3%. To, to, no, to polling... As high as eight percent nationally, 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 8%. nationally. Once Iowa happens, and he was actually like, who knows what happened in Iowa? Given the the results, we still don't know what the actual results were. Shit show. He could have been at like six or seven percent there, but you need to hit viability of 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 fifteen uh, percent, or else your votes don't count. So you have to disperse. So that 5% or 6% or 7% turns into 1%. Yeah. Because it only includes the areas that it's viable. Yeah. So plus, you get to win coin tosses and shit. Like, yeah, what's the I fuck is unless, going Unless on? you're Mayor Pete, and then you just get handed Yeah, the yeah. 2% means <laughs> I like to call him nothing. booty gig. I, I call him booty gig. So, so I just like that name. So then, then we go to uh, New Hampshire. No, I hope not. I was like, wait a second. Time out. Can we? Like, what if he has a, what if he has has nice, do with that. I no, if he has a nice booty, though. Well, I, support I love that I can fucking hate Mayor Pete. And it has nothing to do with the sexual preference. Oh, easily. At, 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 yeah. at, 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 where we are in, in our country now, it's it's phenomenal. He can talk for two minutes without saying a word. A- absolutely. So I, I pointed out to somebody on Facebook yesterday that I'm like, if he were the nominee, America, I believe, in in a lot of places, has even gotten to a point where right wing 
evangelists would actually view him as the family. I do think, like, homosexuality is not an issue. Like, he's a married guy with a family. He's better than the, than the guy in the White House who, who's a serial cheater and yep. has kids by three different women. He's better than Rush Limbaugh. I saw something posted about Rush Limbaugh saying, like, what are you going to tell your kids if you see oh, yeah, him yeah, kissing yeah, his husband? That. What are, you, what are we going to tell our kids about you? Yeah. And you're, like, serial cheating and, he's and like, your what? sexual harassment. Yeah. <laughs> So, fifth, fifth so, wife. So, 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 so back to Yang. Uh, got one percent. Most people are not informed when they vote, and they want to vote for a winner, right? Yeah, uh, and they yeah. feel like they're throwing their vote away if they vote for Yang. So Yang's favorability is actually higher than any other uh, candidate. Uh, he's actually favorable amongst both Republicans and Democrats. Hmm. I've seen that. Um, and he's just it, extremely smart. He's just so smart, and you really have to spend time digging into what. He's for because he's not going to just say orange man bad. He's not going to go right. out there with a bunch of platitudes and rhetoric to make you feel good. You actually need to spend some time listening to him. Look, it's not a lot of time. You listen to the man for 10 minutes, and if you think that he's full of shit and you can't support him, fine. But most people didn't even spend that time to listen to his platform for, but, for but, 10 minutes. But to some degree, I think this is what's wrong. I mean, I think it's what's wrong with American politics as a whole, but especially with the Democratic Party. I spend a lot of time on this podcast saying, like, I lean slightly left. I do vote Democrat. That's just, I don't consider myself a Democrat, but I vote Democrat. But I, and so I'm going to say, I think the Democrats would do a better job running our country, but they do a shitty job running elections and running oh, campaigns. Horrible. And so my thing, and they do a shitty Yang job is, running anything well, they how, ever run. Then he yeah. needs to boil that down now they're fighting to with bumper sticker politics to get people to listen. No, no, here's AOC the, does it. Here's She's an idiot. People <laughs> love the hate. Yeah. People love the hate. People want to want the billionaires' heads on the sticks. They want them rolled out for the guillotine. Chop. They, they they love the hate. Hates Yang's hate is towards like Amazon and the robots. Right. And and he wasn't going to call. Which out. not enough of his hate. Like, <laughs> we, well, should, we should. We should. We we should so much hate Amazon. Like I should despise Amazon. Ooh, look at that. That's pretty. And it'll be here in a day. I I need that right yeah. now. Yeah. To talking. I knocked on a bunch of doors in New Hampshire and I spoke to. People all if Steyer knocked on my door, I swear to God, he's so uncomfortable. <laughs> so, so uh, across the political party, you say, do you know that Amazon pays zero or near zero in taxes? And they're like, no, nah, really. They, they, they make billions and billions of dollars. How can, how can they There's pay somebody zero out there that doesn't zero? know that? There are people that don't know that. Wow. And they're like, they're like really? They're like, do you think that they should pay more in taxes? I'm like, yeah, I do. I'm I like, think they should just pay taxes. I'm, I'm not even at the point of pay more anymore. Well, just that pay. would be more. Pay. Well, I know. <laughs> more. I, I, yeah, no shit. So, one dollar. So, so, so rich. More than so, one dollar so, for so, every more than zero. So, so, so then you're like, all right, how do you feel about the government's management of the money that they receive in taxes? And by and large, unless, unless you're like leaning way to the left, you're like, yeah, there's a ton of waste there. How Corey you- actually, Corey trusts the government to spend money. <laughs> that's what, that's my Corey's whole thing with Yang, position. right? So my whole thing is, if so, I'm going to get 12, go, finish So, so how would you feel if we get the money from Amazon and the big tech companies, along with Delta Airlines, Chevron, Caterpillar, uh, Google, Facebook, uh, that pay zero and near zero in tax, instead of sending up to the cloud where it disappears, you dividend it back to the people. Like, yeah, I, 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 I like that. Idea. But who, who, some- who, who wants to do that? And you're like, Yang, like, yeah, yeah he's a Democrat. <laughs> Yeah, but don't some people view that as communism? So the whole communism, socialism, I, I was just watching something on yesterday and broke it down for somebody like me. Like, I'm not political. What I like best about Trump being in office has made me pay attention to politics in the last 100%. Last so let me ask you a question. Years. Do you think America is capitalist? Yes. 
But America's not capitalist. America's a socialist nation. We have capitalistic ideals. No, it's not supposed to be. The no, moment that we the take taxes operating... and redivide them among people, right? No, no. we implement no. social programming. But why? Because you have a, a capitalist department. Nation. I mean, no, that's ridiculous. We have a, we have a regulated capitalist program. Exactly. In in, right. in, in, in the country, um, no one's stopping you from making money. Right. Well, unless you make too much of it, so, and then and no, dominate no, an nobody, industry. Nobody, what happened to Microsoft? You? What happened to Microsoft? What do you mean? What happened to them? I'm asking. They're still What happened? They're still around. Hundreds of billions of dollars a company. And then what happened when Microsoft owned? And by the way, Apple's been, about ne- now Apple's been allowed to do it. I don't understand. Do it. what? No, like, they have so competition. Are you talking about Monopoly? Getting, what, what's they the, got uh, nailed because they, they they didn't allow Netscape. Uh, right. They were building programs that required their own stuff, Monopoly. their own software. And their own. But now Apple does it. I mean, Apple has built yeah, an industry have competition. on, like, you need this to use this yeah, to but, use but, this. But in the 90s, the PC was Microsoft. Now you've got Google, you've got yeah, you uh, Android, you've got, yeah, no. you've, got, you've, got, you've got competition. But back to the whole socialism, capitalism dichotomy, it's, it's sort of broken in that, Seems it. In, that, in that, like, 50, 100 years ago, we didn't realize that, like, AI was going to be able to do the jobs of hundreds of thousands right. of people. So millions, we, m- millions, millions of people. So literally half, almost half the country works on a job that can be automated away in the next like fifteen to twenty years. Yeah, t- not t- us, not us. No, no exactly. Have you not been to Spice with a robotic kitchen? So, so I actually <laughs> wanted to, to, to talk about robots here, but the, 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 in, in, in food service. But the top five jobs in this country are um, retail, clerical. Amazon's closing 30% of our malls yep. and stores. Those jobs are going away. Okay. Um, it's like we and, have and Andrew Yang. Remember you said we're going to get Andrew Yang on the podcast? We got I'm him like here. A, I'm like, so a, sur- I'm like a surrogate. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, you actually, you're polling better. You <laughs> <laughs> sustain it. The, the, the next, number two is... Uh, is it too late it, for you to announce your candidate? <laughs> is administrative, which includes call center. Yep. Have you heard the, the, the Google Assistant? Oh, God, no. So for many, many restaurants or hair, uh, hair, uh, hair salons don't take online bookings. In your um, Android device, you can have Google call up and book an appointment for you wow. verbally, like talk. Yeah, I can talk into like my phone. And, I can talk into my phone and, and say, "Make me an appointment." Can we get Google Assistant on our next podcast? <laughs> yes. uh, so then you've got uh, ma- uh, manufacturing. That's been decimated. Food, food service and food prep number four. And no, hold on. Back to back to manufacturing. Even like pre-Trump. Ohio, I think it was Ohio and Michigan, right? Two borderline red-blue states. You know, it could go either way, but they're mostly red now. They automated away 4 million jobs in those states. Yeah, just in the car industry alone. In, in, in manufacturing, yeah. right? And that's, I mean, those, five years ago. Those jobs five go away. Ago. Those communities go from blue to red. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's, that, yeah. we're, we're not even campaigning in Ohio, the Democrats, in Ohio in the general. Yeah, because in Ohio was, in a I mean, state. it was Ohio and Florida, and now it's like, well, you already lost that. Like, so yeah. in, in number five is truck driving. That's like half the jobs in the country that are subject to automation. So, like, what the fuck do you do when half – I'm not saying half those jobs are going to go away, but 10%? Slowly, yeah. 20% of those jobs, it's like a melting ice cube, continue to trickle and trickle away. You look at at McDonald's, man. Um, They're getting rid of all the front of the house. You go and you you order and start pressing buttons. I mean, even – Because of Bernie. And, and Warren. What? I think with well, the whole 15, you're jacking yes. up minimum wage. Oh, 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 okay. And you're making it yeah. not tenable to I didn't know where you, people in those positions. I wasn't sure where you're going with that. 100%. 100%, 100%, 100%. And that, by the way, I looked up booty gig. Booty gig. Also a fan of booty the $15 gig. minimum wage. So you, you, don't, you don't like Steyer, right? 
Not he's, a fan? I'm, you're, gonna, you're about to change that for me. No, no I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I didn't say I didn't like his politics. I said I didn't want him to run my kids. That's okay. what I said. Okay, so um, you're going to hate him even more if you don't already hate him. He oh. wants a $22 an hour minimum wage. Oh, fuck oh. it. I love it. <laughs> no, I love that shit. Are you kidding me? I'm just going to shut all pay, this down. I'm going to go get a minimum wage fucking job. I don't the pay point, myself that much. Are you kidding me? And I'll take overtime and I'll be rich. I'll you be like kidding? fucking... There's a job opening at, at our commissary with the other company. It's like, oh yeah, it's twenty five bucks an hour in full benefits. I'm like, I'll fucking take Wait, that. Wait, in full Benny? In full Benny. Fuck it, I'm, I'm like, I'm I'm out. I am done being a food be truck. Well, guy. the funny thing about all that is, right? You can tell people twenty two dollar an hour like, minimum wage. Like people say fifteen dollar yeah. minimum wage, or Bernie says federal jobs guarantee. But then Andrew Yang says, well, why don't we just give everybody a thousand dollars a month? They're like, nah, fuck that. Yeah, that's socialism. So but this, I'd rather you know, like this is the most fucked up thing about the federal <laughs> jobs guarantee versus his, versus uh, Andrew Yang's universal basic income. He wants to allow you to go out and get a job as a caretaker, right? But he won't pay you as a mother or father to take care of your own children. So you can have like, other, you can get paid to take care of someone else's kids, but isn't it most efficient for you to take care of your, your own child? So that's, that, that's sort of like what the yeah. whole universal basic income um, comes into play. You're, you're paying okay. people. To I don't like either one of those, but I like the universal, I like that. I like it for, they're for uni- the other perspective. They're for universal childcare. Yeah. Right, in the part of the federal jobs guarantee will... will yeah, everybody gets child. a job. Yeah, Everyone gets a job. It's like so, the Oprah show. So the thing is that <laughs> you like, get a job and you is, get a job. Right, the thing is that, like, you know, the problem with a two-party system, there's a lot of benefits to it, but the problem with it is that there's a lot of stuff that it's like, I don't, I don't agree with, I don't like either of the options. So, for example, like, I don't think that people... Well, that's what happened last election, too. I don't well, like either of the options. Election. Yeah, every true, election. True, exactly. true. Yeah, but, I mean, this past election was more so and more so prominent, like, well, I don't like Hillary and I don't like Trump. Well, I'm going to do this because I really don't like that one, even though I like right. this one just a little less. Last election was the most, well, in our lifetime, lesser of two evils that yeah, could pretty be, much. you know what I mean? Pretty Listen, much. Everyone always complains even though I don't about the, gen- the, like, the current generation because they're the ones that are currently annoying. Oh, everyone yeah. complains about the current election system. We've been complaining like this forever. Oh, so I heard like, someone no, say- we're talking about that now. You think, it, oh, so you're telling me that when George W. Bush was running that people weren't saying, oh, I just don't like either option. Like, this has been a problem. I think people like Clinton. Yeah. No, uh, Bill. Bill Clinton. Yes. So, <laughs> agreed, although he got, Republicans didn't. Like, that's the thing. is like, we might have liked, like, our, our side, if you will, liked Clinton. That was a divided nation also. People hated it. Yeah, but not, 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 to the not, point, really. not to the point of now. I mean, you talk divided nation from when Clinton was in the House to when Trump's in the House. Oh, so God, much no. more so magnified. A hundred percent. Like, they we talked about it earlier, like just people yeah, but that just blur out. Fuck you, because I don't like blah blah blah, and fuck you, because I don't like blah. During Clinton, you're just like, okay, he's our president. Cool, we'll deal with it. The the thing about, I mean, people say like, oh, our country has always been, uh, you know, oh, it never been as divided as. Um, no, actually, we had a fucking civil war. It's, <laughs> been, it's been this divided Touché. before. What what, but, fr- what frustrates me about uh, much of the the alt left, if you will like Warren and, and Bernie who wants the, the billionaire's heads on the sticks is they say I'm going to be the unity candidate right unity candidate for like 55% of the country if you're, if you're right leading yeah fuck, fuck off you're, you're, not, you're not part right. of my unity so they're dividing again exactly. absolutely and that's yeah. what that's what um, was so encouraging about Andrew Yang is that he was pulling he was pulling people from across the political yeah. spe- spectrum and truly was yeah. the unity candidate uh, granted he only got 3% in New Hampshire um, so, it's, it, it, so if you don't hit that eight percent, and again, politically ignorant. If you don't hit, if you don't hit fifteen percent uh, in Iowa, in, in, Iowa okay. in a one of the four, in, so a, look, in a precinct. Look, literally, think literally. People come to a gym, and it's like you, you, you're with Warren, so you go over there. Ari's with Yang, you go over right, there right, with but Sanders. On, but on and this, every round, 
that, that your candidate didn't get 15, you have to now leave and pick one of the other people in the room. Right, or which walk I get. Away, so or it's leave. like, you know, Yang didn't get X amount. So, so his like, votes just get like washed. So it becomes yeah. like nothing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They got to go to another candidate so like, or so leave. That's why he dropped out. I was like, there's no point going on. Kind well, of he ran out of money. And that's he, it. He went yeah. all in on Iowa. He went, uh, the, the rest was in. He's, he ran like a 17 day bus tour in Iowa leading up to the. So in the hindsight. Caucus. So in hindsight. In hindsight, there was nothing he could have done this election cycle to overcome the media bias over the last 12 months. All right, that's one way of looking at it. How about this one? So now that I've learned and understand how the caucus works, if I'm Yang, I look at it and go, well, I'm polling at 8% nationally. I can't win 15. It's it's absurd to think that I can win 15 in any one gym. No, so not I really. I shouldn't spend my money in Iowa. I should let Iowa Not really, because they're all splitting, though, at so, the time when you're looking at it. You know, when he's go- two months ago, right, he's looking at, all right, you know, Liz is at 15, uh, uh, Bernie's at... 35 uh pizza 15 you know what to I mean? me, so there were communities play. there were communities in iowa precincts in iowa where pete wasn't viable where warren wasn't viable yeah, where bernie cool. wasn't viable but it I just know, it just but, depends but on the, what community but my point is. is where he was at so to me the long-term play if i was his strategist if you will i would say look we're gonna sit something like iowa the fuck out basically like well you know, i'm not saying you never show up no no in hindsight look. he would have for sure but hear me out but then not gone because his play here's how he could have been our candidate and i believe he could have is if he could have outlasted, because what happens to these, like, only one of, at the end, only max two of Biden, Warren, Buttigieg, and uh, Sanders are going to last. And all the stuff I've looked at, like you mentioned his favorability, Yang's a lot of people's number two. So as people drop, like someone who's vehemently opposed to Sanders isn't going to go, oh, you know what, I'm done with heat. I'm going to roll over to Sanders. They would have been they would have maybe ran with Yang. And so if he could have just outlasted yeah, but, but here's the thing though. The here's the thing. The reason the reason you go to those early states though and who Momentum. knows if it would have happened. Momentum. Exactly. If he say he pull he does well in New Hampshire, then you get all that media behind you. The next one's not for 2 weeks in South Carolina. Right. You know what I mean? So you get Nevada. that you get that bump Nevada. Uh, Nevada, yeah. So you get that bump though. Right, and then it's that's why you have got to put stock into Back those to the early media states. Bump. It, when when you when you're in the media blackout and they it legit blacked so him out. They literally left him off graphics. Like, so who are you going to vote for now? Uh, Trump. So if... Uh, what are you saying about? How has your life changed again? I always forget how your life has changed. Non- no, my life F- financially, changed my life's better under Trump. Sure. I mean, um, I've heard that before. Hold on. And this is the thing about... Hold on. One th- more thing about Yang and the UBI. I think he do- did miss a chance. He explains it very well, and when you read it, like it's like, oh, we can easily pay for this. His but, CNN town hall before the debate on Friday, like he, he slayed it. Yeah, if but you, yeah, but who's did? watching it though? Yang, if you listen to Yang's watched, CNN town hall, like slate it. Yeah. Even the people on CNN, like he had a great night. He won I thought he night. was great. I watched him on that one. Uh, the only thing I thought there was like one point where he came off like a little bit awkward, but for the most part, he is awkward. Good. Yeah, he They're came off all awkward. But he listen. If he, I think he should rebrand it a little bit to, uh, towards more Republicans and say. Well, now he's going to twelve thousand dollars. Twelve thousand dollars. Yeah. Oh, we're me and Ari. We're investors in uh, his new company. <laughs> um, What's his new company. Whatever he does, I don't know. He hasn't decided. He hasn't decided yet. Maybe but that's what this was all about. Now. Wait a second. Maybe that's what this was. But all listen, about. if he rebrands that as a twelve thousand dollars tax cut for Republicans, right? Not it's not free money. It's a twelve thousand dollars. So tax when cut. I was knocking on doors in New Hampshire and I came to an independent, because you ask sort of where they lean politically, um, you 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 have to think about this as that's a, way better than a twelve thousand dollars tax cut. As a tw- it's like, what? like a twenty thousand dollars tax cut, depending on what you make. It's a rebate. Wait, yeah, it's what? a rebate. Why? Because if you cut my no, taxes what, what by twelve thousand. I'm saying, like, if you cut my taxes by $12,000, oh, well, I mean, yeah, I guess it's not a deduction. I, I get what you're saying. It's a rebate, right? It's a, so that's how I framed it. Like, oh, yeah, okay, uh, you're empowering people. 
to help themselves because you best know how to fix your problems, not like some big government organization. Yeah, if you pay 15000 in taxes, well, guess what? You just got an 80% tax cut. Exactly. Not a bad thing, you know? Exactly. Instead of, but the rep, the people that are against them, they go, "Oh, you're just going to get free money to these people." And he, it's like, no, that's Corey, not what's it's not happening. the Republicans that were pushing. No, that's true. On the UBI, oh, it no, was no. it was the Bernie Bros yeah, and right. Warren and AOC calling a libertarian Trojan horse. That's gonna who is AOC? That's going to alt left. But she loves part of the alt left. She loves Israel. That was my understanding. Loves Israel, no? Okay. So you're looking at me. You don't care about it because I. I don't know. Something about I was making again, a joke. Again, just, politically ignorant. This is the most I've been in So I shouldn't joke that. AOC life. hates Israel. She's a really, really, See, really, 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 Any really place that's person. like democratically controlled, like California, right? Like if you look at their policies, it's just they, – they passed a law this year, right? It would literally put – I'm a freelancer. I've been a freelancer for nearly 10 years. It would basically put me out of business. There was a, a freelance law that basically you can only write, I think it was like five articles for a certain outlet, right? Oh, wow. I've done Until you're an, uh, de- an employee? Then, yeah. Then, then you're classified an employee and they got to give you benefits and all that. Literally, I've written five blogs like in a day for a company before. You know what I mean? Like, So it's like that, this, that's not feasible. This is the problem with the left is they want to regulate wanna, everything. They, they want to control they wanna, everything. They want to legislate our way. Uh, they want to legislate the problems away as opposed to addressing the root cause. True. Sweep that, it that, under the rug. That, so, so like with the, with the fifteen dollar minimum wage, they want to force businesses to, uh, to to pay these these employees more. But in the end, it's just gonna. You saw it with Target; they're just gonna cut back on on the number of people. They're gonna cut back on the shifts. Because the root cause is you shouldn't have when do, if your education system, which again, it's not a small feat, could get fixed. You wouldn't have people with dependents. Who are bottom? Who are entry level workers? But that's the problem. The problem is you have entry level workers who need money that doesn't just pay for themselves. Or, or the or the way that Yang wanted to fix it is get our fair share from from the large organizations and dividend it back to the people. So it's a it's a automatic six dollar an hour plus the wage that's not borne by the by the business. In the savings, uh, people the under under. Uh, it's actually good math. You know the factor that people don't look at either is like oh you know two point eight trillion or whatever. No, but like. 1.8 trillion of that's already going to people that don't have money right now. They're, it's already going to them in the form of welfare or food yeah, stamps giving, or whatever. Yeah, but that, that's a tough equation because giving people $1,000 a month isn't going to replace welfare. But listen, no, Avi, if you get off, if you stay on welfare, you cannot get a job or else you don't yeah, you're, qualify you're, for right, welfare. I understand right. that. So people if you dis- give them money, they can also work and make money. They but if they stay on welfare, they like, can't work. I would love to make $1,000 a month for nothing. Like, literally. Like well, it's your well, money. It's, it's our not money right. as an owner and shareholder of this country. Right. It's it's your Listen, money. Listen, you're on and Google. It just you comes got this to me. I'm like, I have the grant. So you, I'm gonna go. So you would have voted. Invested. For Yang. I'm, I'm me too. What? You would have voted for Yang. I might have. That's who I, I was might have. For. That's who I was. I, I mean, so the whole thing is, there's no. I have, I I'm, still my, I'm gonna write him in, baby. I don't need to. Oh, that's actually a great idea. He'll be on the ballot. He'll be on the ballot. Oh yeah, that's right. You don't need to write him in. See, like my daughter. in that bubble. My daughter. Then that's better than voting. Dude, that's that's the way to go. That's the protest. Yeah, he's still up there. Just because he says spending his campaign doesn't mean he's not on the ballot. Because he also said suspending his campaign. I saw that. That was interesting, right? So so he's he's actually really popular in California. And he's going to be on the ballot in California, well, and many people are going to write him in. So like, pretty who's this Yang guy with like six percent? What's, what's like? What's I come home on? one night, and my seventeen-year-old and my eleven-year-old are there. The, you know, we had just worked, yada yada. I come home, I go, "What the hell are you guys watching?" They go, "Democratic debate." I'm like, "Wow." I'm like, it's bedtime. That's how they were sleeping. <laughs> no, and they, they were like, even the eleven-year-old just laser focused on the screen, and every debate since we've watched. You know, the kids watch and the wife watches, and I kind of sit there and so I. So what do you like? I do like Yang. Okay. And, and uh, who did you vote for? Who, who historically have you voted for? 
I've gone Democrat every time I voted. Okay. Uh, that's just more, just like Avi, I do lean a little more to the left. I do have some conservative Republican views, but I am definitely more of a Democrat. Uh, but my daughter, the 17-year-old, she goes, I really like Yang, but he's not viable. 100%. And, like, that, and that's, why he, that's why he got 7% or 5, 6% in Iowa and 3% in New Hampshire because people right. have that mindset. They're like, I'm throwing my vote away. That's why we need to have ranked choice voting, which means I – don't, I, don't, I don't know if I – I haven't really fully delved into this, but I'm not sure I agree with that. So ranked choice voting is you basically list, list your top however many you, right. you want. And if Yang isn't viable, it automatically pivots to your to your next choice. Right. So you're not so you're not never throwing your vote away because it will automatically go to that second or third choice. And that's how you get over the this. I like him, but he can't win, yeah. or she can't win. Um, and so, so I think uh, I still though I, I if I was gonna, I wouldn't even want to rank them though. You know what I mean? Like if I'm gonna do that, I'm just gonna vote put Yang number one and nobody else number two. So, yeah. so may, you, a, you, you maybe aren't the, aren't the right case no, for that, I, I but, understand. but some people like Yang, but you know what? I want to vote for someone that can actually win, so they just don't vote for Yang. Right, right, right. right. No, that's true. I mean, but still, I think, you know, you've got to make a choice here. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it makes it too easy if you can just rank people, you know? The, democracy democracy yes. should be hard. Um, anybody see the Houston Astros apologies? Oh, my God. You're not, you're not <laughs> going to transition like no. that. Oh, no. hell yeah, I am. No, oh, yeah. That was a textbook transition. No. Hey, look, 180. Um, yeah, did you see that? Did no. you see the Houston no. Astros? No, no, nobody you saw it. You nobody, see nobody, nobody gives a fuck ever, about ever baseball. Since, oh, ever good. since Deadspin closed the blog, I no longer follow sports on a day Fuck Deadspin. Basis. You don't follow sports? I follow, like, the Patriots yeah. in a, a football, during football season. Okay. But, like, Deadspin was because it mixed in the, you know, um, pop culture stuff and the sports stuff. That's where I'd, like, sort of keep – I'd um, stay up to date. Now that they're gone, I haven't found like a medium to. to, to no, the, re, here's my here's my dead spin story. This is where I, this is where work. I get off the off the bandwagon. Barstool's what? Blocked at work. Remember, oh, is it? Remember uh, Grayson Allen? You know Grayson Allen, he, the, yeah, yeah. the he tripper from the Duke. Tripper. Yeah. So he um, wasn't he on the Jazz for a minute. Is he still? I think so he's a goober. He might be in the G League. So he. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? So he. Grayson Allen. People say Ted Cruz looks like Grayson Allen, right? So Ted Cruz responded to a Deadspin tweet, and he said, oh, um, I'm on the court or whatever like that. Deadspin wrote back, fuck off, to Ted Cruz's wow. tweet, right? <laughs> so I was, like, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, all he did was just make an innocuous joke, you know what I mean, like about Grayson Allen looking like him. And they're like, fuck off, just because he, he's Ted Cruz, you know what I mean? So I'm like, you know what? Like, you're a media company, and you're just going to – Ted, Ted Cruz actually uh, challenged Andrew Yang to a yeah, which uh, one never happened. Which, which never happened. And what happened was uh, Cruz was like, all right, you get four of your staffers. I get four of my staffers and we play a game. And Andrew Yang's like, no, no, no. It's better for you if we play one-on-one. Oh. And, and, and Ted Cruz just like, kept pushing back. And then one of Andrew Yang's campaign staffers is like, yeah, I played for four years overseas. He's like, you don't want, <laughs> you, you don't, you don't want, me, you don't want to play against me in that, uh, in, that, in that game. Yeah, plus he'd have Dominique on his team. Yeah. Nick. Dominique Wilkins? Yeah, oh, he's a big Yang Ganger, baby. So is um so is, that's uh, awesome. Dave Chappelle. I've never heard that. That's Dave awesome. Basketball, but. Dave Chappelle, yeah. Um uh, uh Childish Gambino. Oh, huge. He's cool. Have you ever seen ATL? His show? No. Oh, he was on that? Oh, it's oh, his that, show. That's his show. I don't yeah. know. Dude, I that still show watch awesome. like Full House and Night Rider and Have you seen Fuller House? <laughs> Unfortunately, it's so yes. Bad. It's so <laughs> bad. I, but I gotta say John Stamos man's still holding it together past fifty. Lori Laughlin too. She did well, no, not she's look in, bad she's not at holding, all. She's holding <laughs> other things now, she, now, now she's in holding cell. Yeah, she's in jail. 
Dude, I am like such the throwback of I still I listen to the same uh, music, nothing new. Hey, should I kill you, Mike? You don't have where, to. where are those wings from? They're from Wendell's. Wendell's wings. You guys had Wendell's wings? How hot? No, this will be my first. The, how, the three and a halfs are like a little. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to. How uh, hot? Prohibit would, everybody like, from eating during the podcast. Okay, so. I'm fine. I with thought that about too. that, but I, I might like, not I'm be, not even part of this conversation. Here, you guys the, don't like pop culture. Here, you don't like sports. What, what can here, we talk the about? The good part is we can talk pop culture all day long. Here's the thing: it's hard to get Avi to stop talking on the podcast. So no. you know, throw it's, some it's wings in front get, of him, and it's, it's all, hard to all get set, Avi to stop talking. Period. Oh. <laughs> like, there's been you know this is probably the most I've ever talked in a conversation with Avi. Yeah, this is the one thing. This is the the one thing everybody knows about Avi and loves. I gotta say, and loves. Yep. Right. Avi does not talk when he's stoned. How, what was Avi like? I've in, never been. What was Avi like in high school? I've never been around stone. In high school, I've never seen stoned Avi. In high school, I want to that. Very what did Avi do? Like in class, like what would Avi be like in class? Would he just like? Uh, I'm exactly talk. who I always. Yeah, was. he was. A, he, was he was a troublemaker exact, back then. He was the right? troublemaker. Yeah, yeah. Anti anti establishment tr- troublemaker. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Speaking um, of which, I want to apologize for missing your gig. Like I, when I heard about it, I'm like, holy shit! Avi's playing in the Middle East. I gotta go to that. And you know how much I love rap. Not one iota, but. Hey, guess you. what? You I can hear so it on the uh, podcast, so don't well, worry about it. Well, I, I am more into being at the show. Like, I can be at the show and be like, okay, I don't dig this music, but I dig the vibe of the room. I dig what energy Avi's putting off the stage, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I've been in bands since I was 14 years old, so I get it. But I was like, fucking awesome. Avi's playing in the Middle East. I you gotta go see that. You were when you were 14 yeah, years old? Oh, easily. Was it with... Was it with Steyer? <laughs> I don't... I don't think no. they can hear you. <laughs> But I was just like, I really want to go to that. Like, so the next time that happens, you got to let me know. Definitely. In 2023. Yeah. Until the Middle East. I'm still in a band to this day. I think we play out. What do you play? Excuse me? What do you play? I play bass. I I was going to figure you for a bass guy. Because I'm a big guy. (laughs) It's either bass or drums. Do you sing too? God, no. They don't Uh, even even allow me to have it. The first few weeks of the band, they gave me a microphone. Fourth week, they just pulled it. Like just fuck off, dude. You can't sing shit. But you You're know, like the, uh, I play like once Jonas a, Brother or something. Yeah, no shit. I play like once a year live, once or twice a year. Because you're you know, nervous. No, never. No. Have you never. been to Baddest Burger recently? Why do you fuck with me? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Why? Because I said I go. Hey, don't blind spot me. Blindside me with fucktard. Abby was in between wings. He had He's to get a here. dig in. He's closed down though, isn't he? No, he vents. Yep. At Does Percival still? Brewing, I see it on Facebook all the time. He's at Percival. He did uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence's wedding. Didn't you yeah. see that? Yeah, we turned it down. Did you? Swear to God. I'm not even trying to, like, save face. It came in as a roaming hunger gig. Blank. It doesn't tell you what the gig is. It says you have a late night... Ro- vent- Roman hun- hunger? Roaming hunger. They're Roman based hunger. out of... Uh, third party. I believe, out of yeah. They're, they're a third party, and they book you. So it comes in. Okay, cool. It's in Newport, Rhode Island. And what was the contract? I can't remember, but it was, like, maybe $10 a head. Whoa, maybe. Jennifer Lawrence. Come on, yeah, Jennifer Lawrence. So $10 a head She's for like 100 people. She's like the movie star right now, too. And I have to be in Newport, Rhode Island yeah, at 1 a.m. to 4 a.m. So I'll be getting home at like 8, 9 a.m. the next day. I'm like, fuck all of that. And we already had a Halloween party booked in Andover, which is 20 minutes from us on the highway, for $17 a head. Well, we'll say $17 a head. I'm not sure. For roughly the same amounts of people. And we had done the job the year prior the people are all really cool they're just you know middle-aged and getting stoned and we believe it was a swingers party as soon as we left but we could be wrong on that. so yeah. g- getting back to food how do you, how do you think this whole he, like he's uh, my lex Luthor. he's my arch enemy like any, <laughs> any, albie and i bring him up all the time just to fuck with each other like i'll bring up his his arch enemy every so often just oh, fuck which, with one? Him. which one which <laughs> one he knows say, who he is i was about to say which one I'm, i've made way too many enemies in this business just because i'm a shithead bpd yeah. like it's not my arch like he has to the difference between you and Kevin and me and the guys from Chick Check is like we're not me and them are on the same level. 
Oh, you're going to say, I will fucking, <laughs> I will pull out my pocket knife. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. No so one's ever been stabbed. I, see, I wouldn't, I wouldn't nearly be so <laughs> upset about Kevin. Yeah. Like, I don't let the guy take up space in my head anymore. Okay. Like, my first year, and he was bad-mouthing me and shit. I'm like, whatever, dude. You know, now I would get heated and, like, irate. Now I'm like, fuck off. I don't care about you. Is the crap he spews. Like, like what? Going, like, what, like this is, what is this beef about? Like, what's so, the origin now, of it? Now, follow me on this. And this gets a little old. The truck I have used to be somebody else's truck that I worked for. I was his sous chef. Yep. Kevin was this guy's employee also. The owner goes away for the weekend. Richard in charge of the truck, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, cool, whatever. I'm going to go to the movies. I get out. I see a text from Kevin saying, hey, I'm not going to be at service tonight. I'm in Newport, Rhode Island. And it's going to cost me more gas to come up to Malden than I'm going to make for the night. Right. I'm like, and legit, when I say I text back, fine. That's it. Sunday, owner comes back. Hey, how was the weekend? I go, it was fine. But, you know, Kevin banged out Friday night, just so you know. You know, and we were completely fine. If we did 17 tickets, you know, at this fucking parking lot in Malden someplace, we were lucky. And that was it. So Dave calls him and starts going, hey, man, heard you didn't show up on Friday. What happened? Everything cool? He goes, oh, what the fuck? Rich has to, like, throw me under the bus. And he goes, like, I'm not throwing any. I'm just doing. He's my boss. I report to my boss. That's how employment works. You were sticking to the facts. Thank you. And I didn't really care. The next day, my <laughs> He's the phone- Andrew Yang of food truck <laughs> <Yeah>. owners. <laughs> my phone is blowing up with text messages. And turns out they're emails between the, the guy, Kevin, and the boss, Dave. And I'm CC'd. I'm like, dude, stop sending me this shit. I have nothing to do with this. It's your childish dialogue that brought all this on. I go, by telling my boss what happened? Yeah. I go, dude, you send me one more, and I'm filing an harassment suit with the police. So that shut up the uh, ex-convict <laughs> who has a five-year uh, stint in whatever federal prison. He did five years in federal prison? I believe so. I didn't he, know that. I don't. Well, you remember Ron Sarney. Yeah, of course. He brought him up one day. He goes, yeah, he has a five-year gap in his resume he can't explain. I'm like, oh, is it when he got busted with a pound of Coke <laughs> and got sent away? Because he flat out told me that. A yeah. little bit. It's just a little. It's a misdemeanor. But in Alaska, apparently it's a felony. But <laughs> so on the flip side, he's going around talking to Avi and Avi's crew calling me a pedophile. Because I talked to a 15-year-old girl at a catering job. He did tell me that Rich was a pedophile. Yeah, because I'm, I'm bending with Avi three years ago. He goes, wow, that's pretty funny for a pedophile. And I was like, thought it was just Avi fucking with me. And then his employee, Chris, really good guy, said the same thing. I go, okay, you both, what, what the fuck? They go, you don't know this story. I well, go, Chris worked for him. Chris is actually, Yeah, and Chris used to work that. for him. Yeah, I think I'm Chris like, what's going on? He goes, oh, yeah, dude, he tells everybody you're a pedophile. I'm like, holy fuck. I like, dude, red in the face. I'm not an angry person like i'm gonna drive to his house i was legit ready to drive the food truck through his house yeah. and kill him i'm like i have a daughter i had you know a teen daughter so to say i was trying to fuck a 15 year old girl yeah well, no, no, he told hey, me boy I will no, fuck kidding, now i know you're fucking i don't think he I said this story. to me I, to be honest i don't think he said this to me. <laughs> but he actually could, did just make it up he just blamed it on <laughs> this other kid oh i'm fine with that I, I just need a reason to kill the guy like, anytime he's around, I take my knife out of my pocket and I just put it someplace else because I will literally jump him. <laughs> like, I hate this guy with a passion. Hopefully, like, this dude, guy doesn't If you're going you to talk shit about me, make it true. Yeah. Like, Rich is a dick. I am. Yeah. I have my moments. Avi knows that. Yep. A lot of people around me know I can be a real jerk. But don't make it something so disgusting and gross like a pedophile. Yeah. Like, that's just nasty. Yeah. So, coming back to food. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Way back to Away food. Away from pedophilia, back to food. <laughs> um, how do you think the this whole takeout game with like Uber Eats and Seamless and how do you think that's going to affect the, the, is, the brick and mortar restaurant business? I think it is skyrocketing us to the future that the movie Wall-E portrayed us as just big fat people in hover chairs that don't want to get up ever. For the restaurant end of it itself, it's gonna 
it depends on the restaurant create, sometimes. Create certain opportunities, but uh, yeah, take away others. others. Yeah, you know, I mean, you don't need delivery people anymore, which I mean, helps a lot. Which does. Yeah. Which does. Uh, but I'm again of an older generation. I'm like, hey, I'm going to go to McDonald's. I just want a burger. You know, a crappy burger. Well, just call Uber Eats. Why? It's it's five minutes away. I'm just going to get my car and drive. Yeah, I'm. I'm maybe it's a generation. I'm 36. I think it is. I think it I, is. And, I, and it's not a bad thing. I'm just saying. I think it's just a difference. I will call the restaurant. A lot of, a lot of times, even when you order online, yeah. there's a uh, there's a. It, it, the prices are higher than really? when you just like call up or like you see the menu. So you yeah. look at the menu on you look at the menu on the website and you look at the, the online ordering menu and okay. and it's maybe like ten or fifteen percent more. Um, so they build in costs that way. Um, so I I never order online. It's always call up call call, call up because um, I know that the now when I do that, one hundred percent is going to the the restaurant right. as opposed right. to the, the fee that the, the yeah the, and the, that honestly that's commendable. You know, for for like people like Avi and myself, you know, it's like you know, I have nothing against Uber Eats, but it's another fucking corporation. You know, yeah. I I try to shop small. I try to eat small. I mean, I probably eat smaller than I shop smaller. You know, I've been to Simca three times now. Something like that. You know, Appreciate it. And it the first time I came for the soft opening because Avi invited me. Of course, I'll be there. He's my buddy, and I support it. I came back twice because I freaking love the place. Thank I'd you. much rather do that than go to anything corporate. Uh, my only thing on Uber Eats though, or any of those third parties. It sort of depends on why the business is going with them. For example... Because they're trying to get any money they can. Well, it depends. My partner did the same thing. He was working with HubGrub and all that crap. We do a pretty... I don't rock with... At the restaurant, we don't rock with any of the third parties. But at the Chickpea, we do a lot of... A vast majority of our catering through third parties. Right. Yeah. You were working with Peach, right? uh, We used to. Yeah. We don't anymore. But um, we do a lot with Fuda. And the the thing to me is like... It's like we're kind of like subbing out the the, the logistics aspect and the, the... client management aspect right so to me in a weird way i actually well you need like a sales team calling on people right. yeah. so in yeah. a weird way when you it depends who you are if you're like a, and it depends on like if you go through our website like you can order catering through our website we appreciate you coming through our website but in a weird way it's like it almost complicates the the whole process what i will say for when it comes to like deliveries and uber and stuff the other benefit of calling the restaurant direct is that you eliminate like this third party that's that might be in the way of quality. Like, you don't know. Like, if you order through Uber Eats and you get these chicken wings and they're like, say they weren't crispy, well, then how do you know? Is that Wendell's fault? Is that Uber Eats' fault? Yeah. You don't really know. True. And you might judge You might judge the restaurant. So, like, you know, at Simcoe, like, people have asked, like, oh, are you going to start working with third party when you do delivery? And I'm just self-aware enough to know, like, our food won't travel well. That's why. So, yeah, that's like why I don't do stuff with Fudo and yeah. stuff like that. I'm like, burgers don't hold. Right. No, 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 they'll hold. No, they won't. They'll be junk. Fries? Fries are oh, trash. Total trash. And they've tried talking me into working with them several times. I'm like, they go, you know, other burger companies do. I go, that's great. Let, well, there's a it. reason that, like, almost all takeout is Chinese and right. pizza. And it sandwiches, holds. right? It holds. Burgers. Uh, have you ever had a takeout burger? Like a delivery. Like, even, you know, on the North Shore, we have the roast beef places that do burgers. Sure. I'll try one of those. Oh, my God. I'd, I'd rather... Pick my ass with a glove. <laughs> but you already established that that's a preference of yours. Only on Thursdays. So the other thing with these with these um, food service places, and we were talking about ghost kitchens earlier, yep. is that you've got now uh, you can have a kitchen in an industrial part of the city, close to but close, right. um, pay far less rent, yep. and still do delivery, um, as opposed to you know a brick and mortar shop. That's Those I don't over. have any experience with. 
I, I know. Yeah, nothing th- about it's, it's, it's new, and you got like huge money yeah. coming in to like build out these commissaries in in industrial board, parks. Out of curiosity, how does the board of health know about you, and how do, yeah. how do I know that they're they're regulating you? Yeah, I, I, I think it's a, it's, it's a new new thing. I don't know uh, if they're even on their radar wow. right now. That's I don't know. That's scary. shady. That's it's really shady. scary. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, oh, this you know, pop up slash ghost kitchen. And they're offering this kind of food. Cool, I'll I'll order. But there's no sanitation requirements. There's no anything from. The I, I don't think people know what they're getting, and it, it's almost like a um, you're uh, you're relying on the reviews of others to. Avi and I would disagree about reviews. Like I hate reviews. I love. Reviews. I, I despise oh, them. Seventh straight episode here yeah. come the reviews. <laughs> no, and that's that's why I laugh because the sixth one I listen to. I'm like, should I bring up Yelp just to see if we yeah, can bring it up? No. I, <laughs> why do you hate Yelp? Because I do. Because people are just pretentious and like, oh, he didn't coddle me. He didn't make me feel better. So why don't you start coddling people? Make them feel better. Fuck them. No. Well, see, I <laughs> love. He had his finger in his asshole when I walked in the door. <laughs> <laughs> I read that on your it Yelp. It depends on the establishment where that's okay. I think. With like the, I, and I'm with, sorry to cut you off, but like with Yelp, I had two people like come to our defense. So I'm not shitting on Yelp whatsoever. I'm shitting on the people like, well, I didn't think I'd have to pay $9 for a burger even though it says it on the menu. You know, that's a weird thing to review. Like, that's <laughs> Dude, like, you'd be surprised. Go read my reviews. I've Go read, read some I've, of them. I've read them. You we and read I have on air. No. No. <laughs> like the one we talked about a couple years ago where the guy insulted me and Diane. Like yeah. that was personal. That wasn't But as my a review food. as 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 a consumer of these reviews. Right. Right. So you're you're looking for trends. Right. Sure, if, if it's sure. like if it's like five, four, four, five, 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 and then it's like right. one, and you're like, well, this doesn't make any right. sense. And that's why like my Yelp, I feel good. I'm you know, I'm at a four. And it's like the same thing, like five, five, oh, there's a three, cool, there's a four, cool, there's a five, 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 there's a one. There's a one, and Rich and him are yelling at each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I went off. I snapped at the guy. Did Rich just threaten to kill that one-star No, review? I did not. I never crossed that line. It's, and, the, it's the guy that called him a pedophile, though, so that's all good. <laughs> and I deleted all that shit off of Yelp because I'm like, I got to the point, I'm done. And well, see, I thought that he started side brand. I, thought, I told you, I was like, I dug it because like, your brand is like. But then he starts side messaging me. Like, you don't know what you started. You don't know who's going to win this. I will cross you i'm like okay cool so you should have so shared I, I sent a him, screenshot of that back on the page <laughs> dude actually i still have screenshots of that on my phone just in case it ever pops back up and tries to bite me on the ass i just sent the guy back back like a kissy face emoji i'm like i'm done i'm out dude what, i don't want do this is that? this sounds like every interaction on the internet yeah you know what i mean like that's how <laughs> dude, it goes like i said i would hey your burgers suck sorry you feel that way man hey you and your wife suck you know he picked on something about her and then he picked on me i'm like you're being personal about this shit yeah like really and then I go back to say something, and Yelp goes, up, up, you can't say that. I go, but he can say that. Yeah, right. I'm like, that's really fair. The onus is on you, yeah. Who are these people that, like, get off on, like, trashing others online? On Yelp. I don't get on Yelp. It. I mean, it's online, too. You know, the keyboard warrior. You know, that's just like, oh, I'm a tough guy. But if we were face-to-face, yeah. wouldn't say boo. You got like, tats. He's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing I love. Everybody thinks I'm scary. Yeah. And then they talk to me. Yeah. And I'm just a big puss. Like but then they say you have a pocket knife that you've threatened twice to pull out. Yeah. So. Yep. Do you argue people on the internet? And you're in a band. You uh, <laughs> only recently, with I created a Twitter, or I, I became active on Twitter just for the end campaign, and now I'm going to And you argue with people on the internet about it? Um, oh, thanks for following Heat in the know. Kitchen, asshole. Oh, you guys are on Twitter? I didn't know that. The, the, yeah. The, oh, I, I'll find the goal, out. The goal of the arguments on Twitter is Does not necessarily... Does anyone want a chicken wing? I, I, I will, will after this. Yeah, the, the, the yeah goal we're of, done. I prohibited them. The, 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 goal oh, of, the goal of the argument is, um, on Twitter is to not necessarily win the argument with the person you're arguing with, but to lay out rational, a rational argument to the people that that's, are reading it. That's, well, that was like the thing about the Yang Gang. 
they were very respectful and just gave you arguments and gave you links for you to find the information yourself. You know, like you can't say shit about Bernie on there without oh yeah, somebody people. losing it. Well, that's what I like. Is that- I like that. That's a that's a higher road. Yeah, that's a most. You know, a better way to handle something. Like, we're not going to fight with you, dude. Like, this is what we think. You can go here and find out. Right. For fact. Instead of just, you know, whether it's the Trump side, the Bernie side, whatever. It's like, well, fuck you because I think this. And fuck you and fuck you and fuck you. I like that. That's sincerely commendable. I, I like that a lot. Because I'm yeah, sick and tired of, like, just the people fighting and the people hating. The, the Bernie yeah. bros online are insufferable. I don't, I'm not sure who's worse. The Bernie bro- bros or the, 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 the Trumpers online. It's the, 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 They're both really bad. Um... Recently or yesterday, the person that is sort of the godfather of universal basic income um, was trashed by this like Bernie um, Twitter page, and um, just like throwing, casting aspersions and, and calling him a like a snake oil salesman um, for, for 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 no reason, um, and just because he studied it, you know, with friggin' numbers forever. That's the only he used you know, math, and yeah. we don't like math. Yeah, That's right. real data. Yeah, and and and, and uh, the guy that he um, that he was trashing, Scott Satan, just is like, yeah, uh, here's what I believe, and cool. it's cool if you don't. Um, I'm not gonna go into the gutter here because it's not productive. Awesome, and I find that awesome. And same part of the subject, and back to the food truck. Somebody on their um, excuse me, Instagram was like, you know, oh, I love this truck. And somebody else right under like, yeah, I love it too. The third person, fuck them. I fucking hate them. And then the, the food truck goes, but we still love you. I was like, oh. Who was that? Chicken and rice. Oh, that's pretty I cool. I thought it was the coolest Someone thing I ever said, saw. fuck them, I hate them? Yeah, he goes, I fucking hate their food. You're all stupid for eating it. That's a weird I'm truck way, to hate. <laughs> I'm way paraphrasing. <laughs> that's a weird truck to hate. But, uh, you know, and somebody just, and I get Ironically it. owned by a guy. Who was a very early, uh, very early, very early I, Yang? Ian So owns Chicken and Rice Guys, and he, I think, hosted Yang at his first, yes. at least his first Massachusetts fundraiser yes. ever. Um, so Ian, they I, were don't, pretty, I don't know if he knows him personally or not, I think but he was do. very involved. I think they do because I've seen some posts and stuff with the two of them since, and I've told my yeah. daughter, she's like, "Really, Ian knows that guy?" I go, "Yeah," you know, and I just said what Avi said. She's like, "Oh, that's kind of cool," you know, and I'm like, "And Ian's a good guy," and you know, a lot of times I can be influenced from outside. You yeah, know, people like, you trust trust somebody, right? You know, right. And, like, people I know that actually think, and, you know, Ian is a very successful businessman with his company right now and his brand. He's doing 100 times better than me. So, you like Andrew Yang? I'll look into him. Doesn't mean I'm going to come out loving him. Yeah, But right. it means I'll at least... No, you will. I'll, if you look into him. Yeah. I'll <laughs> at least be open-minded enough to go, let's look at this guy. Yeah. Who, who do you plan on supporting come Super Tuesday? Oh, here's the part where he says, I'm really a Republican, but I only <laughs> vote Democrat. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's, it's, it's hard. Do we, like, have, do we have reclining seats? Because I need to get rested for this next no, I answer. Just, no, I don't have an answer. That's the thing. I don't have an answer. No. Wow. Um, I just, I, last time around, I was a Bernie guy. But then Bernie went further left on me, and it, it affects my life. I can't really go that far left. Um, I like, I don't know. You told me, you t- I told you I liked Chloe Jarre. You told me that she stands for nothing. So and, I, I, and, yeah. You know the thing about her treating her employees? No, what? Tell me about Oh, this. like in D.C., like... She's like well known to be like the worst boss, like throwing staplers at her like employees. Yeah, one, and shit. one, one of her. Uh, See, I'm okay. I don't know if that's. Am I? No, this is before she. This is before she ran for president. No, I get it. I don't know if I can. Well, yeah, but everybody has. Stand against that. Everybody has. Dirt I saw. I did see. Yeah. Something. I, but it, I did see you like toss hot oil on one of these guys before, but never hot oil. But that's just kitchen fun. I get heated a little. Um, I never throw staplers. Yeah, I threw Pete, a head of lettuce once. Pete is a snake. <laughs> I didn't hit anybody. Pete, both Pete and. Uh, 
Bernie. And, and Klobuchar stand for, no. stand for nothing. They sound great. They stand for nothing. I, I went on record stating that Klobuchar won the debate on Friday. She, she killed it last Friday. Uh, she didn't say anything of substance, but she, she won. Uh, you've got uh, Bernie. You've got Warren. Um, you've got... Uh, Biden. Biden. Yeah. Uh, what about Bloomberg? So I could potentially... Do you think he's going to go further? Do you think he'll go a little bit further Bloomberg? then? Yeah. He's not Bloomberg. running out of money. No, he's definitely Bloomberg. not. Bloomberg has not, he's not even on the ballot in the first four states. Right. He's stating, he's stating everything on Super Tuesday, so he needs to have okay. a good, a good um, so showing on Super in. Tuesday. Okay. So, look, I, I, Andrew and, and Biden are buddies, so if Biden seems like he has a path forward coming out of Nevada... Wait, Andrew and, Yang is friends? Yeah. With Joe Biden? Yeah. That changes the way I feel about Yang. Well, it's only because Biden seems to be That actually too. changes the way I feel about Biden. Biden. Biden is one of the other Dems that actually, while Yang was in the race, was, actually respected him and had conversations about automation and how yeah, to, but how's I mean, I think Yeah, but he probably didn't know what they were talking yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. No, he, well, see, he He's like, what? <laughs> trains? But Biden went on, it was either Kimmel or um, Jimmy Fallon and starts talking about like, AI and the fourth industrial revolution and how all these truck driving driving jobs are going to go away and like he's basically parroting Andrew Yang and like it's obvious that they've spoken to Well that doesn't make him a good friend. Uh, no, but it, it makes Andrew Yang states that like look I want people to be talking about these issues yep. and I want them brought to the forefront because Even if he's not I, doing it. Because like I never dreamt about being being president that these weren't conversations in the Yang household. He's actually said, um, yeah, and actually early in my reign, people told me that, like, an Asian man could never become president, could never be supported. And he's like, who are those people? Like, my parents. (laughs) (laughs) I am still happy I saw an African-American man, black man, whatever word you want to use, as a president in my lifetime. Well, he is African-American. He's not black with a capital B. Biracial. There you go. Yeah. I didn't, you know, I, well, I am no. notorious for using the wrong term, and I'm trying not to. No, I'm saying this on but purpose. I'm, I'm very know. happy to see that. And, I was, you know, same thing with Yang and uh, Pete. I would love to have seen an Asian president. I would love to, I would really love to see a homosexual Are you planning president. on dying anytime soon? Just, yeah. What's going on? I here? smoke you two packs a day, dude. Do you? I, oh, yeah, easily. Wow. That's not a good move financially. No. No, it's a horrible move. <laughs> Luck, luckily, my band practices in Haverhill, so I just jump the board at a Plastow and I buy a carton there for like, you know, 10. You're admitting to a lot of illegalities here. What yeah. illegalities? Uh, that's not legal. I mean, no one would ever no, do anything he, about I it. I smoke sure, them. I don't sell them. No, I'm sure he, on his taxes, he, right, he you, just claims that. Oh, that's the, the, true. The out yeah, of state purchases. Yeah, that's yeah. legal. He pays his taxes on all those cigarettes over the course of a year. You're fucking Amazon, essentially, over here. Not it's a tax, wrong. A no, that's not true. Um, that's so not true. So, so who, so who do you think, dude? At the I moment, don't I don't. I don't know. I'm I'll be not having Yang. an opinion. <laughs> I, don't th- I don't think I'll know to that Monday. I'm gonna vote for Yang. Um, I mean, I don't know. You know, it's tough because like, yeah, I'm gonna, it, I'm gonna vote for Kyle over there. I think I'm. Fine, right. I'll vote for Kyle. <laughs> I think I'm just at that point. Finally, like, not that Kyle. At, at that, at that, you know, everything's kind of cyclical. I'm at that point now where like I'm not idealistic and, and. I own businesses, and so I think I'm finally at that point where I'm like, the Democrats don't, like, inherently move me. Like, I don't... No. They don't stand for what you stand for. Right, but, well, except that... So I wish there was a Republican candidate who was like, hey, listen, let's just take... Gay, let's just take gay rights and acknowledge them universally. Let's just take yep. abortion. Let, let's Get just take abortion. Table. Let's not yep. ever talk about it again. Yep. Um, let's acknowledge that whatever you look like, whatever your gender is, whatever <laughs> you tell me what you want to be called, and we'll call it cool. Because right. my thing is like, I don't, I don't care if I don't want my heterosexual friends to talk to me about their sex life. I don't want my homosexual friends to talk to me about their sex life. If you want to, if your pronouns are 
she, he, and it, you then cool. But don't be mad at me if I accidentally right. call you the thing that I'm used to because, like, I'm a person who uses the English language. We, have, like, we have this talk a lot uh, yeah. within the company and our household. Sure. <coughs> Excuse me. What are your uh, pronouns? Whatever they want to be called. No, what are your pronouns? Shithead. Okay. <laughs> uh, I got to go back to English class. What are pronouns again? Yeah. Because right. my daughter, not my daughter has a lot of trans friends. <laughs> okay. And I get worried about meeting them sometimes. Okay. Because... Again, I am of a different generation. I'm like, well, it's clearly a girl, but she doesn't identify as a girl, so she wants to be referred to as a they. I'm that's like, why you just use their name. Right. And, that's, what, and like, that's, that's exactly what like, I try to do. Tell me what your name is, and I'm yep. going to call you your name. Yeah. Like, listen, exactly. It's like this. You can get called whatever you want to get called. Like, that's totally I, – I accept that that's your right. You can't be mad at me for, for, for slipping up. And, or and for you meeting you for the first oops. time and not knowing Listen, it. if I've known you for five years – and I'm still, and I still slip every once in a while. You have to accept that, like, if I'm not, if, I, if I'm not doing it maliciously, right? It's and, all about, and, and it's if you, all about and if you believe in your heart that, like, I that I accept you for whoever and whatever you want to be, then I think you have to be like, okay, in every way, this he's person has be, known me for yeah. 20 years as a man, and he's calling me he. Yeah, he's, I'm not doing it to be a dick. Like I'm I, doing it because, like, I just think of you as a he. It's my bad. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. That's how I've known you for 20 years. Now you're a he that wants to be a she going to take so much justice. So I, I think I think it's I mean I'm not saying you're being offensive but it's not about wants I to probably be am. So I, I, I this, had that perspective watching the Republican debates back in 16. I'm like I really want to like someone here. I really do. Yeah. And then it just devolves into the gay marriage, oh. baby killing and it's like oh can't we talk about like Politics? taxes <laughs> yeah. and then like that's the problem. growing the economy and Well that's uh, the, that's the pro- all the problem with the Republicans. None of them are conservative. They all want to act like they're fiscally conservative. Like Trump's, even Trump spends more money than anybody else. Yes, you know what I mean? Like yes, they all does. just spend money, spend money, spend money. That's why I want my twelve thousand dollars, motherfucker. Yeah, right. You and know? that's how us as a country, a nation, see it. Like you want the biggest, shiniest, coolest car and/or house. You want to spend all the money just like everybody else does. Yeah. You know, you want to get to the level of all right. Would I want Trump's kind of money? Fuck yeah, I would. Instead, I have like you know, no money. I don't know if Trump has. A well, lot. that's that. That's I'm pretty sure he does. I'm pretty sure he has some money, dude. Yeah, he's I mean, got he money. Some money, yeah. I yeah. just don't know. But you know what I'm saying? Like everybody in America believes bigger, better. You know, and I want better than my neighbor. Fuck my neighbor. I can do better than him. You know, the whole shall not covet. But we covet left and right. Like if I saw you pull up in a brand new, awesome car, I'd be like, oh, that's awesome. I just coveted. You know, without meaning to. Right. Like I see shit every day. Like a brand new food truck, a brand new base, a brand new anything that you want yourself that you don't have is coveting and i think that's the problem and come back to capitalism it, a lot of all of our problems as a, as a nation i think and a lot of us get promised twelve thousand dollars a month a thousand dollars a month like ooh, more. yeah I, mean, I, I don't ooh, think more. the problem are the people that i don't think the problem is the people that that have i think the problem is the people that don't quite have and they, oh, they think that their only way up is to take the people underneath them and, and that goes back to the whole Amazon and Google thing. It's like instead of being angry that these people aren't contributing at all, like people should hate Jeff Bezos. People 100%. should look at Jeff Bezos and instead of applauding his success, we should look at it and go, that's a crab in a barrel. He just he just made his success without giving us a dime. We all bought bought like hook, line and sinker his bullshit. Pay back into the system. And now he's the yeah. richest man in the world, but he hasn't paid. But he's not. But he's skirting his responsibility to participate in our system. It, it, instead, we're mad at the welfare mom. And that's yeah. where it gets fucked yeah. up. Is like he, you're mad at that person who has less than you, and you think she's the one that's that's taking from you, or an illegal immigrant is taking from you. We should hate Bezos. We should hate we should hate people like that. And you know you know who supported the fifteen dollar minimum wage? Amazon. You know why? 
because it crushes all the other small businesses. Yeah. Same with Walmart. Yeah. All these big companies, they support the minimum, the $15 minimum wage because they know that we can absorb yeah. these costs. But do you ever find it interesting? Can. It's interesting you bring up Walmart. Do you ever find it interesting that people hate on Walmart? Like, hate on Walmart. But Amazon is like, okay. But, but think Amazon's great. And the, th the reality is what Walmart gets crushed on sometimes and isn't fair. They just have terrible PR. I just don't think they care because they just print money. But yeah. What they get killed on is like I remember when they got crushed for the fact like you know that they take out life insurance on all their employees. No, Didn't so, they, know that. so that's one thing that they've always got crushed on is they take term life insurance out on all their employees. It's just a smart business move. They employ a lot of older folks, usually in retirement, and their cost of turnover exists. So they take out term life insurance policies, and when you when you get a job there, they make you sign the paperwork. They're not hoping you die. They're just insuring themselves against because they actually have a higher likelihood that their employees will die while being employed by them because, and this is what they and don't that, get any credit for. that was for, spun by the media or something? Into like that they're so, they're so terrible they take advantage of their staff. And I'm like, well, here's the thing. How about looking at it the other way? How many people in this country, in a country where Social Security is garbage at this point, where, like, where things are tough for someone on a fixed income, Walmart might be the gap. Like the fact that they have these positions that someone in their retirement can work 10 hours a week at and, and be involved in the community and make a little bit of extra scratch. And like, so if the way that they afford that is on the flip side, they get a term life insurance policy so that they can write. Cause like, you know, they're gonna, it, it might be three, let's say three or four days of training that leads to that. It costs them money to replace you. So they go and get that, who cares? They get crushed and yet Amazon, who has like 30, 40, $50,000 a year employees, living in their cars because that's pennies where they're at. Yeah. Directing them how to sign up for benefits. Right. In the, in the workplace. Like, here's how you sign up for food stamps. Here's how you sign up for, public, for housing assistance. So, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Regal, you can come in here, man. Don't worry about it. I don't think I heard you. Yo, Regal, you can come in. They got to set up for the restaurant, and they're, like, looking at me like, like, like this is more important. Um, the, uh, but, yeah, that, and that's bonkers. Like, think about what, the, what you're doing. By the way, that's something I've always had a problem with with food trucks is the ones that, when I say legitimate businesses, the ones that intentionally shut down for the winter, yeah. lay their staff off. Right. I'm like, you're putting your staff on the public dole for that's four true. months. You're skirting that, and then you're coming back around. Like, that's what, if you're Amazon and you're directing people how to, like, go get public benefits, you're not a holistic company. Like, you're not, you should employ those people. You yeah. should worry. If those people showed up to work 40 hours a week and can't afford to live, you're failing. Well, just Horribly. wait until they get the robots. They won't have to yeah, send anybody then, for benefits. Then they won't have to pay people. They'll just have robots. Like, uh, Walmart is working on a totally autonomous warehouse that sits in the back and it's that sits in the back of uh for grocery delivery it'll have robotics picking your groceries bagging it up putting it into the back of a car and right now a human goes and drives yeah. it but like how many years until there's you've a self-driving car you, you, you have, have self-parking car? cars now you, you get yeah. you get or a uh, self-checkout you know how many self-checkouts there are at walmart there's like 12 of them yeah. dude and honestly but, uh, i prefer self-checkout over a person oh, yeah. me too. maybe maybe because i hate people but <laughs> you can come in here. He's a pro robot. <laughs> I'm not pro robot. I'm just less people. So That's it's just like, what 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 do we do when uh, all these companies that employ tons and tons of people now have the technology to lay them off? Right. It's just like it's a huge conundrum that no one's talking about. Yep. No. Well, and what did Andrew Yang say on the Joe Rogan podcast about it? They said the first response was, "Don't talk about it." And uh, we can't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we can't talk about it. 
like because they know what's going to happen and it's just going to be the politicians government's going to come and save us but it's not that's not an actual solution but that's really lack of a better word stupid to think of it like government's going to come save us it's not nobody's no better word than that it's very stupid i know i'm just trying not to be offensive like he just said oh you can be offensive what's actually stupid honestly i try not to be offensive like people think i'm very like just i walk on my door like all right who the fuck am i gonna fuck with today and piss off no i'm like i i watch what i say carefully Diane will disagree with you on that. She thinks I just open my mouth and shit falls if you, out see, of it. See, if you would have said that before the podcast, I'd be like, fuck it. Don't even have this guy on. What the fuck? <laughs> this guy's an idiot. Yeah, don't be boring. You know I'm, what I mean? like, you I'm, never, people, I'm never boring. You should offend people you want to offend. I do. But you should just stand on it. Like, I, I just think you should just stand on it. I, you have to say, you stand I will on fight it. you to prove I'm right. Don't fight me. You right. as a general, not you, Avi. Gotcha. I will fight you to prove I'm right. And if I piss you off in the process, so fucking be it. I don't give a shit. You know, I learned that from my family. But I'm not going out just to piss you off. Like, I'm not like, all right. Just it's just a it. byproduct? Yes. <laughs> like Collateral said, damage. Yeah, pretty much. Like no, if I'm, with if you I'm there. defending myself, that's one thing. Yeah. But I'm not going out just to fuck with somebody sure. or piss somebody so off. So that goes back to, like, the like I've done that with argument. I've done that with my truck alone. Yeah. Like, I've had people offended by the aesthetic of my truck. There's a giant naked lady on the side. It's a <laughs> devil girl riding a bomb, like pinup art from the 40s. Oh, nice. And I've had bad Yelp reviews again. I've had a woman... Quote, unquote, tell me you will never find true happiness with that on your truck. Oh, God. I laughed, said thank you, and shut the door. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got, I got a, an email recently in, in all Hebrew that was it's telling cool. me that because, uh, because there was pork on my menu that my grandmother and grandfather wow. were ashamed, would be ashamed wow. of me. And, like, oh, it's terrible shit. Like, were you just, able to decipher that? Did you have oh, your dad help you? No, I read it clearly. Do you? You read Hebrew? Still? Like, decent still? enough to understand nice. their, their find, email. I was like, damn. I find that I kind of wish I did read this. It's like a, just a different keyboard that they yeah, use? Yeah, it's just Google like, Translator and all that, right? No, Wait, like, hold on. It, they have computers in Israel? By the way, when when Corey's wife first met Isaiah, my buddy who we grew up with, and then he moved to Israel, and then he's moved back You were just talking about him on the last podcast? or Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's a dope cook. The Israeli giant. But when he first met Kara, like back when we were in college, she was like asking him all kinds of questions, like like about, like she didn't know if Israel had cable. And like Isaiah's like, yeah, we even have these things that have four wheels. This can't be true. Oh, it was standing outside the avenue before he went in. And to this day, he like gets a little agitated about that. He's like, oh, she thinks they're like Israel. Like he doesn't dislike Kara, but he's like, like he's Uh not Stephen Davis level with you, but he's like, but if I, I yeah, but if I bring Kara up, He'll be like, oh, he's, he's been to my house. I know, but he'll be like, oh, like, do you think you think she thinks that like I'm a caveman? Like, I'll be over there, but do you think she thinks I'm a caveman? No, in fairness, it's only because he's seven foot thirteen. <laughs> that would be eight foot one. Uh, I was like, you missing? Speaking of which, they're like, retiring an Garnett's jersey, but you don't watch. Sports, I saw so you know. that, which I I, I got to disagree the, the, the with. The Caesar, huh? The Caesar retiring. Yeah, they announced yeah. it. There's pretty much no numbers left. Was he like? Though. He was only here like four years, right? I think it was four. If you win eight championships. Then being it's weird automatic. because, like, to literally, me, the only thing I know about Kevin Garnett is when I was a bouncer and a guy tried cutting the line saying he was friends with Kevin Garnett. And I go, and that would be. He literally just said, goes, "I'm friends with Kevin Garnett." He does. He comes up to the front and goes, "Hey, man, I need to get in." I go, "Yeah." So do these other seventy-five people. Was he Kevin goes, Garnett inside? No. He just said, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I go. First of all, I don't know a Kevin Garnett, and nobody's <laughs> approached me That's saying, "Hey, I'm Kevin Garnett, and I'll be inside, and my buddy's coming." And who the fuck is Kevin? He goes from the Celtics. I go. So it's not Larry Bird because that's pretty much where my knowledge stops. <laughs> and then the guy was like, "This guy's a racist." <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Um, well, actually, all right. This is not racist because a two or three year old said it. But when I was little, I was babysitting one of my friend's kids, and I was watching the Celtics. And they showed Garnett on the screen. 
He goes, go Big Poppy. And I said, oh, <laughs> Jesus. This kid's two. What are we teaching these kids these days? Apparently, your friend, well, he's, from, he's from Rhode Island. How do you know? Huh? It was Adley. No. It was not Adley. <laughs> Adley doesn't know who Big Poppy is. So. <laughs> he doesn't know who Kevin Garnett is either. Um, I'm trying to think if he knows. He knows who Michael Jordan is now. Uh, in, your, in your household, I would assume he knows who Michael Jordan yeah, is. It's like, it's like my kid's not knowing who Lemmy was. He thinks, who? Uh, he thinks his dad is Michael Jordan. Though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I told him. I said, well, his, he actually asked me. He said, I, I said who's Daddy, Jordan? why did you go to the Wizards? No, he said, who is, Mike? <laughs> he said, who is Michael Jordan? And I said, he's the greatest basketball player of all time. And he looked at me and he said, I thought you were the greatest basketball uh, player. And honestly, dude. And I thought, I'm in the list. I said, no, I don't play like and professionally. Yeah, but he saw you on the little tykes hoop. So he's like, yo. He's like, this guy must have been incredible. But see, I think that's awesome. I think every little kid should think the world of their dad. Like, I still view my dad, who's Rich, you're pretty soft for those tattoos over there. I know. I'm, 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 gonna a big, say. I'm a big softie. I can't help yeah. it. But I am. I'm very family-orientated and stuff like that. I still view my father with nothing but reverence. Sure. And borderline worship sometimes. Like I That's how Avi thinks of his father, too. Well, that's how Avi thinks Pure about reverence. himself. That's how Avi thinks about himself. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Who just laughed? Hey, who's in the kitchen? Who wants to shit on Avi? <laughs> Anybody? Go get somebody outside in the this parking lot. This is heat lot. in the kitchen. Everybody think Avi fires but his no, whole I, staff I, on Valentine's I, Day. I honestly think that's awesome that, you know, like I thought you were the greatest basketball player. I'm like, that's fucking sweet as hell. Like my kids will say stuff like that all the time. Mm. You know, and I'll say stuff back to my kids like, I love you. I love you more than Motorhead. <laughs> so they know I actually do love them. Well, you know what you got to do, though? Quit smoking two packs a day. Uh, don't bring it up. Yeah. Or you I go know. to that uh, the the e cig, right? That's better. Is that Rich is like, I love you. I love you more than Motorhead. They're like, do you love me more than Camels? He's like, no. <laughs> yes, I do because I don't smoke Camels, smartass. Well, I don't know what you smoke. I smoke Winston's. Winston's. Yeah. I'm not up enough with cigarettes. Me neither. Like, what's a Winston? I don't know what's the difference. Just is. a cigarette. Okay. Just you know, as long as it's like not, a Marlboro. It's not like a Newport. No, in, uh, I can't do menthol. Like the only mints I like is brushing my teeth. Somebody, I, like somebody I know who's who's currently incarcerated Oop. told me recently on a phone call. Is it the same one that called Rich a pedophile? Uh, this guy did not call Rich a pedophile. Um, this person the told me. Club? This person told me that in in jail, <laughs> a real thing that gets like traded and then smoked is spit. Is tobacco spit that's then dried ew, out and ew, rolled ew. up in toilet paper packaging, and they call them chew ports. Oh, oh. That's disgusting. <laughs> that's hilarious. There's layers to that one, huh? Ew. There's layers to that one. You're like, I'm, I'm currently smoking dehydrated spit. <laughs> when the guy who smokes two packs a day says that's disgusting, yeah. that's disgusting. By the way, I want to put on the record, the person that I know looks down their nose at this also and says would they would so. never do this. When, when yeah. I was in Germany, kids were freaking sniffing tobacco. They said, oh, you want some um, snuff? I said, no, you put it in your lip. They're like, no, you sniff it. Oh, they, they were like 16-year-olds yeah, like trying to peer pressure me into fucking yeah. snorting tobacco. I'm like, did you do it? I've seen that in the past. Did you do it? No, I didn't do it. Okay. I didn't know. I've you seen that in the past, and I always thought it was really weird. I'm like, you know, cocaine is finely ground up to fit up your nose and not really cause any problems. Tobacco's not. Yeah, so I was like, what the fuck are hurt. these kids doing? This guy's over here trying to convince 16-year-olds to switch to cocaine. He's like, <laughs> listen, kids, cocaine is but, meant to go up your nose, he says. <laughs> but cocaine will make you productive, too, because you'll be wide awake. Yeah, kid, kid. yeah I don't know. Oh, no, dude. dude, really? I haven't seen or touched a drug. I couldn't even tell you how many years. Like, no. <laughs> Unless you're counting Zantac and all that crap. I haven't seen a legit drug in decades. Cool. That's good. Yeah. Seven, okay. it's, it's, you know, I Two hours and 17 minutes for me. I mean, I remember a girl trying to work with me. She wanted me to be her bouncer because she was a stripper. She goes, oh, and it's great that you're sober and you went clean. I'm like, what do you mean I went clean? I'm like, no, just at one point in my life, I'm like, I don't need to be drunk or I don't need to be high. So I don't uh, need that crap. Let's get in as many as we can fit just in case. A thousand. All right, got to wrap this shit up, I think. Avi's getting, uh, yeah. oh, well, got crew's getting antsy. I think we should start getting ready for Valentine's Day. Valentine's Hey, Regal, want to hear the good news? I, I got a call and took a four top. <laughs> We're up to 66. Kick his ass. Kick yeah. his ass. So, 
Look at the faces. It's like, at the early end. They wanted to come in at 6. I told them 5.30. So I bought you a little bit of time. All right? You can see he wants to kill you, you right see now. see the look on his face. Yeah. He's like, uh, He had that smile of, like, that's funny, and I know you're serious, but I'm about to jump on you. Yeah, that's that look on the face where he's like, uh, yeah, so how, where exactly am I going to put them? The bathroom will fit, too. We're not putting anything in the back room. Have you seen back, our bathroom? Ba- back room? It's Something a joke. Too. It's We're a joke. The back room. Back room's like, it's, it's not fully set up. Make a People chef's table. Yeah. There you go. Well, Make a you, chef's table. I actually have stools that would fit right there, but the problem is, like, that's where yeah, all getting the around. servers yeah. walk. So it's like, that's the service bar. It'll suck. Yeah. Suck. So yeah. It should be fun, you know? Oh, you're rocking. Listen, worst case scenario, we just get ripped on the internet, and then I'll have something to talk about in the next podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. More yelping. Yeah. Actually, well, next podcast, we do have to talk about James Baird House. Oh, cool. We should okay. try to get somebody on from there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be smart. And you could talk to them, what to expect. And, you told you know, me about it like two months ago, and I was ecstatic for him. Just a little, just a little awesome. segment about it. Just a little segment. Are you coming? No. Oh, okay. oh, you did invite me. Yeah, I did. but you never said anything else about it since. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I don't feel pressured like you have to, but if you wanted to, you were more than welcome. Reach out to me like a week prior because right, well. I don't know because I'm supposed to go to L.A. the week after that. So, what I'm are you doing in sure. L.A.? Uh, I just want to go check out some other trucks, do a little R and D, check out these restaurants. You know, back to Roy Choi. He has the You're show selling your demo tape, aren't you? With your I, band. <laughs> <laughs> I gave up that He's actually idea about 30 years ago. And my band's still like, dude, did you give so-and-so? Because I, I used to rub elbows with some people. And uh, it's like, did you give him our CD? I'm like, what are you fucking high? We're in our 40s. Yeah. Even they went, yeah, we're going to sign you tomorrow. You're going on a six-month tour. Yeah, that ain't happening. Yeah. I'm like, you're out of your mind. But no, I just I want to do a little more. And I want to see how things are in different climates. Yeah. You know, in watching the Roy Choi, John Favreau show, the chef show that I'm in love with on Netflix. You like that show? Love it. Love I like it. him I, I, on it. I think Favreau's kind of a clown on it. I think he's a total clown because he yeah. keeps referring to Roy Choi as chef. I'm like, oh, shut and up. And he thinks that he, like, Favreau yeah. thinks that he's, like, taking an actual, like, that he's, like, on his way to becoming a chef. Yeah. And it's like, it's like okay, you bro, can, like, you cut a few things. Like, yeah. Cool, you can hold a knife and you do a pretty good cut, but please just shut up and make movies that make me laugh or cry or The Mandalorian, whatever. But, like, all that stuff out there, like, I want to try Roy Choi's truck and uh, the truck which is now a restaurant, Grill em All, and there's Gorilla Taco, and Baby's Badass Burgers. There's so much stuff out there that I know nothing about. Baby's Badass Burgers? Yeah. They didn't copy Baddest Burger, did they? I yeah, take it up with them and Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> they got that lobster truck that was on uh, that AB Shark Tank that time. Too, uh, Cousins Lobsters or whatever so, it's called. Maine or something? Yeah. yeah. Maine, yeah Fresh yeah. Maine Lobsters. Is set on, remember, that was yeah, like I think the it's big Cousins thing. Lobster, and they're actually like in like, like 25, 30 cities now or something. Oh, oh, wow. It's overpriced. Have you is had it? it? It's in uh Well, Mr. Mr. Cape Cod over here. Oh, really? He, oh, that's he, right. I thought that he, 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 yeah. he only But you have the had, finest it. Lobster. had it. Yeah, it was fine. You you pay him like, I don't know. Work was was picking up the tabs, so I didn't care. Uh, but like you're paying like, you know, 30, 30 bucks for a lobster roll and like a side of something. Like it's mm. unimpressive. Yeah. Lobster rolls in general need to be like I feel lobster like you need to get good value. Yeah. Have you ever had the one at um the place in New Seabury? Uh, raw something, raw bar. Raw bar. I've not. heard about that the, place. The actual so Adrian's parents have a place in New Seabury. The actual lobster is awesome, and it's like there's like almost nothing other than just like lobster meat. But they don't warm the roll at all, and the roll is just like eh. Uh, so it's like the whole you always say the sandwich is always about the bread. So it's yeah. like See, ah, like I, like I just give me lobster and a fork at this point. Like it's actually See, I, the bread is I, degrading the sandwich. Depending on what it is, like I have no problem with not the warm roll. Like burger. if it was like a fresh, nice roll. But I'm saying like when the yeah, when the roll takes away from it, if the roll's like when, a it, day when, old. when it's like when it's like a, uh, a just a hot dog roll. It's like <laughs> yeah, you pile the lobster. I think that's on. like what it is. Yeah. It's like it was like a cold See, hot dog I, roll. That I'm I like, hate. Eh. Like just a shitty cold <laughs> split top hot dog roll. Like just give me something better, would you? 
Yeah. I mean, yes, lobster should you guys speak are snobs. on its own. Give me hot dog rolls all day. <laughs> just butter. Dude, on a no, hot dog. Hot, yeah. No, I love hot dog rolls if they're warm and buttered. With oh, lobster. with lobster meat. Oh, yeah, yeah like sure. they got to be warm and buttered, man. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, if it's a good roll with the lobster, I don't care what kind of roll it is, but if it's a shitty hot dog roll, then yeah, I care. Yeah. But if Toast it's that sh- motherfucker. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Toast that motherfucker. Exactly. It depends. Something like at home. Oh, shit. Oh, at right. home when, I, when we do lobster. Sometimes I toast, sometimes I don't. So when I was in Chatham, where my wife's from, for um, Christmas, I, there's like a little... I thought she was uh, from Jersey. She is, Chatham, New Jersey. Oh, yeah, oh, she's okay, not the king. Chatham, New Jersey. And uh, there's a little uh, bagel place. Noah's Bagels, delicious. Noah's Bagels. And um, so I go in there, and I get my bagel and lox and all that. Three days in a row. And I was shocked. Like 75, 80% of the people in this long line are just ordering plain bagel, toasted butter. Butter. Toasted, toasted, wow. toasted, butter. toasted are, wait, butter. Wait, are they co- are they made fresh every day? Yes, they're they being made fresh. Like right no. then, you don't oh, need to toast so, it. So Have you ever I, had just like an out of the oven bagel? Yeah, Tremendous. Oh. So, so my thing is, I started. I always refer to people as white bread. I'll be like, oh, that that dude's fucking white bread. And now my new thing is, I call them toasted, plain toasted with butter. And I'm like, <laughs> look at this plain toasted with butter, motherfucker. <laughs> and then I came back and I told this to like my staff, and one of the people here was like, oh, I love guys. a toasted bagel. <laughs> Oh, I, I like a toasted let, let, bagel too. If, if they're like at home, vendors bagels Thank frozen. You. Exactly, a hundred percent, exactly. But if, if I go to a bagel place, oh no, and it's warm, I'm like how would you like that um, with cream in, cheese? In my I toast it. I'm like absolutely not. Dude, I, I've <laughs> better bagels. They used to be at a commissary. Like Rich, we have a couple of mess ups there. What's wrong with them? Just they, they came with the wrong shape. Just out of the oven. I'll just pick it up and start. I won't even cut it. I won't. To- I won't butter it. I won't. St- Cream cheese, and I'll just eat it, dude. Bagel places clean up too, like I, fresh bagels. Pretty good margin oh, on yeah. bagels, right? Oh, oh yeah, they're just flour and water, <laughs> yeah, a little bit of yeast, yeah. And they're selling them for like four, or five bucks a pop. Yeah. I'm going yeah. into the bagel business. I'm going to be Bone Town Bagels, Bone Town Bakery, Bone Town Bagels, and what's the one we talked about? Where's the beef? The oh, Bone Town Chubby Chicken bone Truck. In. Bone, bone in, in. that's what it was. Bone now. in. Chicken. We're going to do a fried chicken truck together, and we're going to call it Bone <laughs> In Chicken. Are we rapping? We're yeah. rapping. He's going to start rapping. Well, oh, you don't have to. Hey, you're the no, one that said 150. All right, cool. That was Heat you in the Kitchen. Passed, you already passed the time.